Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So welcome to the Sunday League Show episode 16. I'm joined by the usual motley crew of Jamie, Roger and Gibbs. Gibbs is in in transit literally at the moment. I think he's uh, driving back from somewhere where he's been today, Manchester, he said. Uh, but Roger and Jamie are in full attendance. Gibbs, Jamie. Roger, how you doing, boys? Good, how are you? I'm oh, good. Battered, battered, good, by thanks, these, battered by these crap pitches, boys. Oh, horrendous. I'm in pain. I'm in pain until Wednesday, Thursday now, rather than just Tuesday. So, I've got blisters on my blisters. Is, that, is that a Craig David remix? <laughs> Andrew looks like he's had a head polish this morning. Uh, <laughs> do you know what it was? I just put some cream on it because it, it's getting it got burnt again this weekend. Yeah, sunburn. <laughs> well, I mean, the palm trees at the Bainji not doing any good. No, there's no shade. There's no shade. <laughs> right, straight into it then. Now we've done the pleasantries. Uh, into the Openton and Bromley first this week. Uh, lots of games to talk about, so we're going to get through it. <laughs> first up was one of the double bankers, Bickley 2, Groundhoppers 2. Big, big improvement for the Groundhoppers boys. This wasn't a this wasn't a double banker, was it, Jamie? I think not. Was I think back, uh, I think Groundhoppers got a win and a draw. Maybe. They did. I thought I thought Bickley beat them earlier in the season. Maybe that was a cup game. That was a cup game. It was the I mean, the group stage of the cup and Bickley done the nine. Yeah, um, okay. but that's a massive improvement for Groundhoppers. So well done, Harry boys. Well done, well done, boys. And playing on a carpet down at uh, Sydney Sports there, that would have been a lovely, a lovely game. Uh, less. Uh, Lambeth All-Stars losing again. Biggest losing streak for Lambeth All-Stars in, in two yeah. years. Uh, what a difference a week makes. Yeah, it's all about confidence and Kenningwell, again, they're no mugs. So it's not it's not a massive surprise uh, to see Kenningwell beat uh, Lambeth All-Stars, but both teams full of respect for each other. Uh, Essie Dons winning 2-0 against Portland uh, and Rocker Seniors beating Kamazi 4-2 in one of their double banker games. Uh, we've got a second result there as, as the game abandoned. Um, as I said last week, I hope, I'm hoping that was a, a match incident rather than a terrible injury for a player. Um, but we're not sure what's going on with some of the results on full time at the moment. Uh, Farnborough Old Boys beating Lullingston 2-1. <clears throat> Lullingston in a bad run of form at the moment on their standards. Uh, ground uppers three, Bickley two. So four points for the ground upper boys. And, uh, Lambeth All-Stars beating Kenningwell 2-1 uh, in one of their double banker games. That was the first game. Got that me was the first five one. Pointer. That got you five points, didn't it, it Jamie? Get in there. Exactly Come back, Tom. <laughs> uh, Lullingston beat Farnborough Old Boys 1-0 in the other double banker there. And Dons beating Portland 2-1. Uh, two wins for the Dons on Sunday able to capitalise on uh, Lambeth All-Stars 
losing one of their games. Uh, is that them in the driving seat now, Jamie, with the games in hand and all that? I would say so, yeah. It's in their own hands and yeah, they've got the ability to be ruthless, but they've got, I mean, no game is an easy game that they've got left. So it could still be a few twists and turns on along the way, but they're in a far better position than I think anyone else expected them to be just over a week ago. Well, I mean, they yeah, they were written off and, and ridiculed on social media uh, for losing to Hatcham. And then... Uh, what about the boys' goal? When he chipped Big G, that's class. When he chipped Big G? Yeah, so, so we social media clip. I didn't see, I didn't see. Oh, it's good, I'll send you it. It's a good finish. Audacious. Uh, into the Prem Division. Top of the table, Clash. Uh, the Wall versus Blendon. Blendon winning 2-0. Uh, fantastic work by the Alberton and Bromley uh, media team on this one. They get a game out. They record it and get it, get it packaged up and highlights sent out within a couple of hours. Uh, fantastic work that the league are doing on that, Jamie. Yeah, excellent. I mean, I, I actually don't know what games or how they choose the games that they go to, but we're covering all divisions. Uh, and yeah, it looks like a really good setup and a good operation to get um, the game filmed and highlights turned around in such a small space of time. So credit to them. Yeah, I mean, it was only it was five minutes worth of um, the game, I think. It was nice to see uh, Blendon back to winning ways against a, a title rival. Lovely kit for Blendon as well. I really like that that top the boys were wearing. Um, but yeah, 2-0 against the wall. Um, Blendon looking... Blendon are back. They are back. Uh, in a double banker, Farnborough Old Boys beating Metrogas 3-1. It's been a torrid few weeks for Metrogas. Uh, LSE Giants beating Craven Park 3-1. Craven Park rooted to the bottom of the table um, at the moment. Hatch and Vista beat Elmstead 2-1. Uh, Metrogas and Farnborough uh, drawing in the second or one of their double banker games. Uh, Farnborough slipping up on the weekend, not capitalising and able to get the six points. Any of those surprising results there, Jamie? Or yeah. double, double bankers <coughs> think, playing their part? Yeah, double, they're never easy. Um, they can be quite nasty, as we've said last week. But I am surprised Farnborough never got six points. But I think that was a last-minute goal, or possibly last-minute penalty, I'm not sure. But um, to deny them there, um, good result for the LSE Giants. But with Blending beating the wall, that really kind of opens everything up again. Massively. Uh, exciting division. Uh, exciting uh, finale to that division in Division 1. Bexley United two, uh, one, Sporting Club Thamesmead two, Sporting Club Thamesmead full of praise again for Bexley. Uh, you don't get an easy ride against Bexley anymore, uh, but that was a real good game. Hacienda 2-1 against Club Langley, a big improvement for Club Langley after getting absolutely battered uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, still lost though, but Hacienda and Sporting Club Thamesmead miles ahead now at the top of the table. Um Bexley United nicking a 4-2 win against uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead in the second, in their second double banker. Fantastic win for Dean's boys. Um, yeah, it'll be it's a great three points. Yeah, Sporting Club Thamesmead uh, top or second in the division. I'd have to have a double check, um, but a big, a big win for Bexley. Much improved this season, and uh, righting a lot of wrongs from last season in Division Two. Uh, the most competitive division in the Orbiton and Bromley, in my opinion. Uh, Sydenham Sports 
beating DC Football 2 0. No surprises there. No, we thought that would be a bigger margin. Um, and obviously, the, the second game was a bit of a shock, um, as, as we'll see. But yeah, three points for Sydney, I think. It just keeps them ticking over nicely. Yep. Uh, in the first of the uh, Southwark derbies, Will Southwark taking a 2 1 win. Um, a depleted and drunk Southwark town, uh, <laughs> evidently, was the was the social media chat. Uh, yeah, square pegs and round holes all over the place for Southwark. Um, Goalkeepers and, at centre half. Yeah, but you know what? The boys have obviously gone out there and put in 120 minutes of absolute graft, so fair play to them. Fair play to Southwark Town, but Royal Southwark obviously took the spoils in the, in the one of the games there. Um, West Wickham two, Greenwich Mariners nil in the first one there, Jamie. Right? Yes. Uh, we'll we'll leave the we'll leave the second game. Uh, till, till was it was it a second game? Was it? Oh, sec- I don't know. No, I just don't know. My first one. No, I don't know. Oh, that's a shame. I only asked the lads how that went. How did it go on on Sunday night? Um. Both teams started the first game pretty slow. Kind of looked like we would rather just be sitting in the sun at the bar, to be honest. Yeah. Um, not much in it. We had a couple of chances, they had some chances. And then it was two mistakes that gave them two pretty easy goals um, at the end of the first game, which was really disappointing. And then the second game, we just never got going at all. Um, <clears throat> I think it was 3 0 at half time in the second game. And by that point, our boys had just had enough, just gave up. Which is disappointing, and it needs to be rectified. But fair play to West Wickham; they could have had more than seven um, in that second game. Uh, and yeah, they, they fully deserved that. Both ones, I'd say overall, but especially the second game, they were miles. They're the team that wanted it, um, and they were miles better. Fair, fair play. Really can't argue with that. Uh, yeah, as, as Jamie mentioned, the second game there was was seven nil. So we try and brush over that one really quickly. Broccoli five. X Blues Hurricanes two, uh, improving Broccoli. I think that's a fair comment, Jamie, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I think they put a few goals past uh, X Blues earlier on in the season as well. Maybe seven one or something like that. So, and um, they've obviously got the better of them. Um, so yeah, they can score goals, and if they manage to keep them out, then obviously they've got a great chance of getting results. Um, Thameside Albion beating Lesser Albion two uh, one, uh, Southwark Town grabbing a win. In the second game of the Royal, of the Southwark Derby, I mean, I think that's Royal Southwark's senior or prem hopes on on ice for this season at least. Then, do you think so? <laughs> Struggling to beat Southwark Town and then losing to them in the condition that Southwark Town were in, uh, I think maybe they need to reassess their aspirations just a little bit. Perhaps, perhaps time will tell. They go up as champions. The results that happened during the season become irrelevant. Let's see what happens. Uh, Sydney will certainly be pleased with them slipping up. Yeah, uh, in... <clears throat> not too pleased with us though. <laughs> no, uh, Sydney Sports drawing two all against DC Football in yeah. probably shock result yesterday. But DC Football, let's let's put it right. They've not really been battered by anyone this season. They no. do find themselves uh, at the foot of the table, or certainly at one place up if, at most. Um, they haven't been tonked by anyone. They've been very. You know, they've been close in all games. That's a good result for them. Yeah, so it's just like margins, basically. So that whatever they've changed, um, it's just a very, very small change. And then they managed to see the fruits and get, they've got four points in the last two weeks now. They're still bottom, but they're only 
two points off, I think, yourselves and another, I think, maybe Hurricanes and then they're close to Broccoli as well now. So <clears throat> they'll be looking upwards and thinking they can get results every week now. Yeah. Uh, in Division 3, Manorwood back to winning ways, beating three, beating New Beckenham 3-2. New Beckenham, the form has fallen off the face Falling of the off a cliff. Yeah. Don't know what's happened there. Um, tough, tough times for New Beckenham. Really looked good for them with a few signings they made. Uh, Manorwood, as I say, they've had a good season, so maybe that's not such a surprise result. Uh, Phoenix Sports 3, uh, beating SMCA 4-1. Uh, Kingsdale 2, Crayford Arrows 2. Halstead United t- 2, Hayden Youth 1. Good result for Halstead. Hayden have been going all guys. Massive guys's result, season. yeah. Very surprising. Um, no disrespect to Halstead, but... Um, yeah, it's a great little division that number uh, yeah. division three. We New Beckenham um, stuttering, Manorwood picking up more points, Hayden stuttering, um, and Phoenix kind of rising to the top of the division. So it's, it's all open and all to play for in division three. Absolutely, New Beckenham beating Manorwood three two. What a couple of games they were uh, in their second game. So New Beckenham got their points back. Uh, Phoenix Sports got six on Sunday beating SMCA twice, the 2-1 in the second game. Uh, sadly, Elmstead Hawks against Hatch and Beckham Manor. That's a, a banter derby that was postponed. Uh, in Division 4, the Warren winning 1-0 against Petswood Ravens. Um, Lesser Christchurch losing 3-1 to Jamie's favourite team in Division 4, Ellis mm-hmm. Athletic. <laughs> they're doing really well this year. I think I think they're top of the table now. Yeah, Jamie. top of the table. Yeah, absolutely <clears throat> flying. May try and get a game for them. <laughs> uh, Broccoli reserves nil. Croydon Town reserves eleven. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that result came in because it took the heat off us a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we just look for any ridiculous scores. I mean, yeah. it's been absolutely dicked. And then yeah. luckily, I saw something all for sevens. I thank God. First results you look for, the eight twos, and then everything else after That's that it. is a bonus. Uh, Hayden Youth Reserves 2, Crayway 2. Good result for Crayway. Hayden Youth Reserves, yeah. as Hayden Youth as a club, have been going really well. Yeah. Um, Ministry of Ball, 2 all with FC United of Bromley. Uh, Pets with Ravens, 3-1 against the Warren in the second game, or first game, should I say, of that one. And Ellis grabbing a draw. Uh, with Lesser Christchurch. They won't be happy with that. Christ, Lesser Christchurch have been struggling this season. Yeah, that was the first game. So they've obviously wise, uh, woken up, sorry, and got their act together for the second game when they got that win. But four points is better than, obviously, just the three for the win. Of course. Uh, they all co- they all count now. FC Peak, three. The Colts, nil. Oh, oh the Colts. Mike Strong, Mike Memorial. Mike Strong Memorial sponsored FC Peak. Winning, so I'm not too sad about that one. Uh, Hayes Old Boys nil, AFC Wilgar four. Big win for their title uh, hopes on Sunday. Uh, the Wilgar Boys, Colts, and Peak drawing one all in this in one of the games of their double banker. Benhurst getting a big win four nil against Phoenix Sports five. Yeah. Big win, big one. I think they've ever scored four goals in a game ever, have they? No, I think they've Before doubled. That. I think they've doubled their goal tally as a club yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> nah, good on them. I always yeah. like to see them winning. Of course, Benhurst are one of our favourite clubs. Uh, Wilgar nil nil against Hayes Old Boys in one of Shade. their double banker games. Yeah, uh, Benhurst one all 
against uh, Phoenix Sports 5 in their game. So four points for the Benners, boys. Four points, five goals. Well done, boys. They'll still be on the piss, isn't it? (laughs) Intermill nil, Crayford Arrows reserves two. Good win for Crayford Arrows reserves. Uh, In the London Sunday Junior Cup, um, that's wrong, isn't it? No, Beckenham no, Rovers. No, yeah, yeah, right, you're right. Beckenham Rovers losing to Italia Wastils 2-1. Shock result. Telling yeah, you, ever since they drew us in the cup, the game that they were getting played, their form's going to shit. Which, were Beckenham Rovers? Yeah. So we were about, to play, we were about to play them in the Presidents and obviously it's, it's been cancelled. So, um, yeah. Oh. We've cost them. We can't even either, so I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's a massive win. Uh, Talia Westill's having a really um, tough season this year and Beckenham Rovers as a whole, the season's been good for them. So, well, well done to the Westills. And I believe... Yeah, fair play to Westills. Um, Beckenham Rovers will just concentrate on the league now. They've still got a good shot of doing something in that. But um, yeah, Westills march on in the London Cup, the COVID Cup. Yep, and two and three games that happened midweek last week. Essie Dons beat uh, Lambeth All Stars one nil uh, down at Sporting Club Thamesmead. Uh, Hatch and Beckham Manor go through in the London Junior Cup two uh, two against Twin Dragons. Uh, they said two two, and they got a couple of egg fried rice. So did I try that one last week? Or... Yeah, you made some sort of inappropriate Chinese joke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they ended up winning eight seven on penalties. Um, good game uh, by all accounts. And the night before that, so it makes that cup. No, no wonder they never played this weekend. <laughs> that uh, that cup game looks even a better uh, win now. They beat. FC United of Bromley 5-1. So well done to Hatch and Beck in the manor. As you say, Jamie, a well-earned um, a well-earned rest this weekend. Uh, on to the Croydon Municipal uh, Sunday Football League with Roger. Ready, ready, ready. First of all, Roger. Roger a.k.a. Shaga. <laughs> First of all, Rog, congratulations. I haven't seen you announce it, so maybe we're making an announcement now. But we've got a new, we've got a new little Roger in the, yes. in the world. Roger Retz, yes. So congratulations. Thanks very much. That's I'm the not two. going to sleepless nights. That's the two now, isn't it? It's two, yeah, two girls. I'm outnumbered. Oh, Three to God, one. Yeah, you've got it all. You've got it all ahead of you now, haven't you? I know. I'm for me, but everyone's okay, and uh... yeah, all okay. Yeah, mum and mum and baby are, are, are well. So the only thing is, um, she's not sleeping through the night. So um, yeah, not enjoying that too much. But yeah, everything else is great. Um, yeah, getting used to being a dad of a newborn baby again. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot how to do it when with a gap between mine. So yeah, they, you soon get there. Don't worry about it, Rog. Has she had a shot on the tractor yet? I don't. <laughs> Shared a shot on the tractor, yeah. <laughs> no, I've just been down to feed the animals. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Get, get them, get them trained early. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the results. The reason we're here. The Quarter Municipal Sunday Football League. The Michael Donovan Premier Division. Um, some big games happening this weekend. Quarter yep. FC losing two one to Vatsy Ironsides. Quarter. Haven't really got going this season, uh, Roger, no. have they? 
No, no. It's a bit surprising um, considering how good they've been in previous seasons. Um, I don't have had a change of management. I think a change of players. But yeah, um, just not got going this season. Um, and, but Batsy Ironside's going well. Still sitting yeah, third really in the table, I think. Um, so yeah, good good. Uh, Quirden JFC uh, not able to continue their uh, winning streak, losing 3-1 to Palace Saint-Germain. That's a big win for the boys. Yeah, they started to find some form now, PSG. Um, so good good on them, good sides. Um, good win. With Dua Kessi bagging a hat-trick yep. this weekend. So mm-hmm. congratulations to Mr. Dua Kessi. Uh, he got the man of the match, uh, according to... Uh, Football Me Too too. So he's had a good day all round. Hopefully they bought him a beer after the game. Uh, Sanders did against Bosjam. That was four all. Sanders were four nil up at half time as well. Sanders did four nil up. Four nil up, yeah. And to, so to let that slip, um, I, I think the wind has been taken out of the sails well and truly. I was going to um, say, I'm, I'm not. I'd, obviously they've been going well are they in danger of getting dragged into a relegation they are, they are very much in the relegation scrap now they're, I think they're, I think PSG have over, took, over, overtaken them in the league I think Sana said are now third or fourth bottom um, they're very much in a relegation scrap um, and they've got some tough fixtures to come um, so they're in danger of losing their place in the Premier Division I think you, you look at the, the fixtures that they've had um, <clears throat> over the last couple of weeks and next week and yeah, I mean, they've still got all the big teams to come. So be, yep. be worried about Sanderstead. Uh, yeah, I am. I think I said I think I said last week, I think they're, they're in danger of being drawn into it. Um, I think with that result, pulls them right into it. Um, the, the, result, the fixtures coming up for them are going to be tough. Um, it's hard to see where they're going to pick, start picking up points. Um, they've not won at all in 2021. So, yeah, I worry for them somewhat, unfortunately. I'm sure they can pull themselves. I'm sure they can sort themselves out, but it's not looking. It's not looking good. Um, good luck to uh, Sarnestead there. Uh, the big game in the Prem Division, the title, the two title chasers, uh, Spartans and Saha, faced off at Coney Hall. Wreck three yeah. 0 to Spartans. No one saw this coming. No, I mean, it's, I'm not surprised that Spartans that won because they were capable of winning. They're a very good team. I'm just surprised at the manner of the yeah, manner of the scoreline. Yeah, um, had a quick chat with the first team manager just before we come on air. Um, gutted, devastated. Um, Spartans just wanted it more than Saha on the, on the day, um, and and I suppose Spartans couldn't afford to lose. Whereas Saha, whereas Saha were probably in a better position. Yeah probably took their foot off the gas, didn't expect Spartans to come at them as they did. Um, and Spartans were good for the win for bowl accounts, fully deserved. Um, Let's but, be honest, it keeps it, it keeps it interesting, certainly. And that they play each other this weekend as well, don't they? No, they've got, I think they've got a couple of weeks off and then they play again. So their and next, Spartans. their next game is each other, isn't it? Who's that? Sorry. Did I see Saha and Spartans are playing each other again soon? Yeah, that... yeah, in a couple of weeks' time there, okay. yeah, against again. So yeah, that'll be a spicy affair. Nice one. Shame they couldn't kept kept that one till the end of the season to keep it interesting. It could be oh, done. No. It could be done and dusted by then. Into Division One, Addiscombe Casuals against Cobbs. Addiscombe Casuals coming out five nil winners. Cobbs have um, they've hit the cobblers, didn't they? They've they've, they've it's yeah, gone to it. bits. Casuals are a good side um, and they're slowly starting to creep up the table. I think they've still got a game in, few games in hand over, over the, the, the top of the table teams. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the dark horses, they're, they're ones to keep an eye on for the, for the for promotion from Division 1, definitely. I, th- I think before lockdown, was it Cobbs that hadn't lost a game 
yeah. and they were unbeaten, and then just seems that they've had a couple of of bad results on their yeah. and their standards, and uh, yeah, they've probably yeah. they're probably going to end up being outside of the uh, promotion places now. By the looks, it's of looking it. like now, unfortunately for them, yeah. Uh, Mr. Gabacol and Williamson both notching uh, hat trick and two respectively. Williamson with the hat trick uh, for Addiscombe Casuals. Well done, boys. Uh, Lambeth Lions versus Selden Town. This was the one that grabbed the eye uh, last week on last week's show. Uh, yep. Lambeth Lions, uh, their, their bench yesterday was being lauded on social media. The talent that they had available to them, they got the win four yep. two against the Selden yep. boys. They've recruited heavily. They've recruited well. Um, yeah. They're very much in the ascendancy now. Um, it's l- looking likely that they're going to po- probably run on to be ch- champions. Um, yeah. But yeah, Selsden, um, from what was going on in the group chat, I think Selsden have turned up a bit worse for wear having gone out on a Saturday night, okay. um, which doesn't help. But no. take nothing from Lambeth Lions. They're a very good team. They've got some very good players. Um, good win for them. Very good win. Well done, boys. A big step forward in the title chase uh, yesterday, definitely. Uh, talking of title chases, Sahar 11 beating title hope, title hopers, Chelsea. That's two losses losses on the bounce for the Chelsea boys. You beat them 4-2. What was the tale of the tape yesterday? Well, well I, I didn't attend the game. Um, I was I was at home playing daddy daycare. Um, but um, from the report I got, um, we was in control of the game. Uh, we played some very good football. We went behind early on to a, uh, a penalty. Um, we got a penalty um, just before half-time to make it one all. And then second half, we really got going. I think we went 2-1 two, two up. Um, and then they equalised against the run of play again. Um, and then there was some subs were made. And then um, we just sort of... I wouldn't say outplayed them um, but we were just a better team um, okay. class showed by all accounts any more so, yeah. cries of Roger out again as we heard uh, yeah, definitely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it's a good win for us um, get some we've just two good wins uh, on the trot now for us hopefully get some confidence going we've got a big game coming up um, but yeah I think we're, 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 we're quietly confident that we can we can be amongst it come the end of the season nice one uh, in Division 2, Addiscombe Corinthians winning 4-1 against KFC. A winning mm-hmm. weekend for Addiscombe clubs. Well done yeah. uh, to all the guys. Uh, Huxley Guards winning 2-0 away at Souls. Um, Huxley Guards have improved quite a bit. They started off uh, not so great, but they really, they've picked up since the lockdown, definitely. Yeah, it looks like they've been sort of hard at it um, during lockdown. But um, yeah, no, they've, they've come back two wins on a spin, I think, for them. Um, their form's looking up. I'm sure they'll be looking up the table now. Um, and I think I think they're, they're, they're going to have a good run in. Um, they've got a good, couple of good players down at Huxley. I, lo- I like what they do down there. Good bunch of lads. Well done, lads. Uh, surprise result in Div 2. Uh, South London Royals, whose form has been uh, poor. Um, poor, yeah, has been poor, say. yeah. Uh, getting, yeah. A, getting a win against um, AFC Shirley, who absolutely battered someone uh, last week or the week before. I, I know. Yeah, I think they've blown hot and cold at a minute, Shirley. Um, I've got a low down from him after the game. They, I mean, they turned up bare 11, which which never helps. Um, mm. But they should have they should have had the players to win the game. Um, they make no excuses. They just weren't, weren't good enough on the day. South London Royals played well enough and got the win. Um, and, 
do we think, do we think the pub do you think the pub's opening has affected a few of these results? I think or, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think so, definitely. Yeah, I mean, knowing Shirley like I do, I reckon they most of them were down the boozer Saturday night until early hours. So, let's not let's not underplay the um, the win for South London Royals. That's I, a great win. Definitely not. It's a, it's a great win for them. So, I mean, considering I think they were languishing at the bottom of the table, great yep. win for them. Yeah, I'm sure that would that would get them going now. Um, I mean, they, they deserve to win by all accounts. I'm, I'm glad, glad they got the win. Well done. Good, to, good, good team. Well done to the boys. Uh, in Division 3, Dynamo Duppers put in their uh, bad loss at the opening day of the seat, opening re- of the restart behind them with an 8-0 spanking of mm. Woodcote Green. Uh, one of the Dynamo Duppers uh, boys, uh, Mr. Obalowu, scored four of them. So he's had a good Sunday. Uh, and three other scorers on the day. That's a big win for Duppers. That's a big. That's yeah, a, good win. We're back. That's that says they're back now, doesn't it? That's it. Yeah, they needed that after. I think they got a dodgy result last week. They needed that. They've got a tough game coming next week. Um, so that'd be that put them in good stead for that. Get the confidence going again. Um, yeah, Woodcote Green, just another bad day at the office for them, unfortunately. Yeah, it's been a tough season for them, but still to mm. score eight, um, you got to play well to score eight. You don't Definitely. play badly and score eight. So well no. done to the lads. Uh, FC 25 and Surrey Park Rangers share a three-all draw. Uh, and Sanderson thirds lose against the Sharks of the Quota Municipal. Uh, South Sea Wanderers. Uh, it's not ending how they wished, I don't think, Sanderson thirds. They'd have hoped for more for this season. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, they'll be disappointed, but I think they could take some some heart from that. I think that when they played early on in the season, South Sea Wanderers put them to the sword so to come away I mean they'd be disappointed with loss but to come away only losing 2-0 I mean there's there's some credit to take from that I suppose some big uh, some big results there in the title chases so now let's get over to Westfar and Dan Gibbs Dan you finished on the toilet or what what, what are you up to are you you all ready to talk now literally just got back from Manchester and Liverpool <laughs> <laughs> I've been out on the road since quarter past five. That is no lie. He's organising the Super League, isn't he? He's trying to get him to sign up. Well, I'm trying to get him to stay, mate. That's what I've been doing. I've been round at clubs. <laughs> Got a few players in the back of that van as well, thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to sign some players. That's I'm looking for the under 23s. Let's see how lively this is then. Gibbs, is your mic working? Money, money, mic check. Ooh, I think we're working. I think that's a far, that's an up at half past four type of mic check, isn't it? No doubt it was. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I've been up since 4.30, driving on the road. Any five-a-sides tonight, or are you having a rest? No, I'm, not, I'm off. I'm off. There is five-a-side tonight, but I'm glad you are driving on the road and not fucking up the pavement. It's at half four. I mean, half seven, the five-a-side, so I can't be doing that. Okay, so on to the results from Westfa for yesterday and some big results uh, all over the divisions yesterday. So in our first game, Barnhurst 5, Borden Sports A2. Um, they don't like a, a double banker by the sounds of it, the, the Borden Sports boys. I think Gibbs's connection's just gone there. We'll carry on. Orbiton Rovers 2. Odd Fellows five, a good win for the Odd Fellows against Orbiton Rovers, who I think were near the top of the division at, at one point. I, I did see, mate, whether that was because 
Um, the results got put in wrong. I don't know. I definitely saw them at top. Uh, and Gibbs's team, Peckham Ryer, beating uh, Junior Reds 6-2. Perhaps Gibbs is going to come I'll give you as much support as you Junior Reds were fucking terrible. Yeah, she's an absolute howling. It should have been 8-2. But he just <laughs> took the foot off the pedal. Um, he, wish, he wishes he could play them every week. So just passing on that message. We'll come back to that in a minute uh, when Gibbs uh, comes back on the uh, on the recording. Under the radar beating Jam 5-1, a dominant win against a decent side in Jam. Um, and Borden Sports A beating Barnas 2-1 uh, in one of their games. So that was a fantastic couple of games um, yesterday. Um, here comes Gibbs. We'll get into him in a minute. Uh, Oddfellows making it a winning double against Albington Rovers yesterday. Uh, three nil and five two. Gibbs, you back? I'm back. You kicked me out, didn't you? I didn't kick you out. I've checked the mic. I've got sleepy eyes, and you've kicked me out. <laughs> Just <laughs> tell us a bit about the game yesterday with uh, Junior Reds. Oh, uh, you know what? First 15 20, we, we come out the blocks very slow, and um, they went one nil up, uh, took a uh, decent goal, and then uh, we equalized pretty much straight away. Um, and then uh, they scored a very good free kick, to be fair, straight in the top bin. 2-1 up they went, and then um, it kind of gave us the kick up the arse that we needed, to be fair. I mean, I know Blaine had a lot of new players, but um, we kind of just took control of the game from there. Uh, Ryan scored a, a, a hat-trick. Um, Cozzy notched up one, uh, two as well. Marcel notched up one. So um, it was a good day. We played some good football. Um, being honest, not... Uh, not disrespectful, but we could have scored a, f- a few more, to be fair. Do you know what I mean? Um, the keeper pulled scored. off a couple of good saves. You could have and, scored at uh, least two more to make me happy. <laughs> to be fair, we, we we had the chances, honestly. We, we could have scored three or four more, being honest. But um, but no, I mean, he's, he's, he's still going Blaine and uh, fair play to them. I hope they pull off, pull off some results, you know. Well, we'd like them to stay in the division just so you two can keep keep your battles going, but it's not looking that likely at the moment, is it? Well, they're still top of the senior. No one's catching them there. <laughs> so you got to give them that credit. But um, but no, we was just, uh, we played some really good football yesterday, to be fair, in patches. And um, we broke them down and created chances. It was good. So into the senior division, uh, Blackfend <clears throat> losing 3-2 to uh, Burridge Blues in the first game. Uh, a tightly contested game. Uh, Is that your game you was on? Yeah, I was on that one yesterday. Um, Burridge Blues getting a penalty uh, to win that one in the uh, in the first game. After a pretty, it was pretty close. Some some uh, lively flagging from um, a club assistant, a club lino. Uh, probably, um, you know, it's hard as a referee to to not go with a club lino. But Burridge were a bit upset with some of the calls, but uh, they got the penalty. Uh, with about 10 minutes to go, uh, just clipped, just the striker was clipped from behind. Uh, Danny Phillips doing what doing what Danny Phillips does and, and running running things for Burridge. He's such a good player. Um, it was a good game. Then the second game, unfortunately, uh, Burridge scored uh, within the first minute of the, of the restart. A shot the keeper really should have saved. But uh, Dan, as I said, Danny Phillips hit. A, it was hard, but it was right above the keeper. He should have done better. And probably two minutes later, 
uh, Burridge went through uh, the strike. The keeper came right running out of the area. Um, a striker knocked it round him, but the, the keepers clattered him. So red card for the keeper. Uh, black black. Fend you give him. the keeper a red card as well. Yeah, I mean the, t- you the horrible bastard. <laughs> well, the, the striker it was far. It was not round. There there weren't play any. There weren't any players within sort of five ten yards of the of the player of the striker. Should I say? And he would have slotted it, but yeah, the keeper took him out. So red card, but. Um, actually, uh, Blackfen showed a lot of resolve after that and uh, dominated the ball probably in the second game. Just couldn't get the the, um, the goal. And it was a good game. It was a good game all in all on the, on the 3G at Meridian. Um, Burridge probably probably deserved uh, six points on the day. Uh, a, real, a real good team. And, and Blackfen played some nice football as well. Um, I've probably, I, didn't, I haven't seen them for such a long time. It was nice to see. Uh, they really knocked it around the, uh, nicely. So well done to both teams. Thank you for uh, thank you for the good game yesterday. Uh, Duchess of Kent winning four two against Northern Eagles. That was on the, the grass pitch next to next to me yesterday. Uh, Sounded like a good game. Rising Talents one all against FC Royals. FC Royals slip up in one of their double bankers uh, yesterday. Yeah, it was the, it was the second one um, that they slipped up in. That was the second. These these second games in the double the, bankers. The double bankers, are, I think, are, are very hard for clubs, and they're they're tripping clubs up in the second games because the first game, you you maybe say that the favourites are coming away with the wins, and then the second game, it's just that second wind in it. You know, once um, you've had the break and stuff, and getting the muscles going again, and it just doesn't seem to be working for for a lot of teams, to be honest. I, I'm I'm finding the minutes are quite. Are quite comfortable to deal with. It's only it's the extra time. It's just going into it like extra time in a cup game. But on these pitches, playing all these minutes on these hard pitches, uh, I'm assuming uh, if FC Royals, if that was the second game, the first game is that that was at Meridian yesterday. Um, it, it's every, everywhere. Everywhere is dry. There's no no groundsman is watering their pitches at the moment. Um, it's the the extra minutes on these hard pitches are killing are killing people and not literally, but um, it's painful. Tonight's guest, Sporting Club uh, Thamesmead 90, uh, beating Woolwich 96-2 in the Battle of the 90s yesterday. Um, as I say, as I said earlier, Burridge Blues 3-2 against Blackfin. That was the first game. FC Royals beating Rising Talents 4-1 in their one of their double bankers. That's a big result. Rising Talents look like a, a decent side in the senior division. Um, as I say, it's just a shame that the double bankers are so tough on the players. Royals are such a, a well-drilled side though as well, aren't they? So they it's, it's any team playing them, it's going to be a hard day for them. And if if they come out of the blocks straight away, then um, you're, you're going to find it hard to catch them. Is this going to be the year they make, they get into the Prem Gibbs? I fancy them to win the league this year, to be fair. Um, FC Royals, I think this, this will be their season. I, I, so. I do really think that because um, once they get that, if they get any like early goals, they're, the other team has to literally come out at them, which creates space, which Royals are very good at exploiting, you know, mm. and they seem to score a lot of goals. So um, I, I think that this could be their season. I hope so. We've been waiting. We've been waiting to, to see them test themselves in the Prem. So let's hope that happens uh, next season uh, for us fans. Uh, Northern Eagles 2-all with Duchess of Kent. Uh, Wellington beating Crayford Arrows 3-2. Bulltarks getting a 5-2 win against Borden Sports in Division 1. 
uh, Crayford Athletic one all with Meridian Sports. Good good result for Crayford. Meridian have been going well. Yeah, Meridian have been firing, haven't they? They've been doing really well after, really after that win last week against Blackheath. Credible draw for Mottenham Park Rangers two all against Footscray Lions. Not been a great season for Mottenham Park, but um, that's a good result against a, a strong Footscray uh, Lions. Uh, Crayford Arrows three, Wellingtown two. So they've shared they've shared a three two win each. Uh, B Young Stars one, Wolperton Eagles two. The Eagles flew yesterday. Yeah, bounced back and um, got got three points. Um, I think in the res- the reverse fixture though, I know it's a little bit down the list, but I think uh, they lost two one. Yeah, they lost, was... but the three points out of six is. I mean, that's that's better than their average for the season. I think so. They'll be pleased. They'll be pleased with that. Um, it's well a positive done. to take in it. It's a I know Lee would have wanted six points, but it's a positive. Yeah, well done to the boys. Granite two all against Forza. Uh, it's a good result for Forza, you know. It is. They played a London Cup midweek, a game midweek. Yeah. I think they won, so it's good to come out on a Sunday. I think that was a double banker as well. So they've played three games this week. I think when Tuesday or Wednesday they played their London Cup game. So three games in a week. That's good. That's good. Uh, that's good work for the boys there. Well done. Um, Petswood Vultures two, Southeast Athletic Maroon two. Uh, not been going all their way since the restart. Southeast Athletic Maroon. Uh, they looked they looked like they were going to be up there or amongst it um, early doors. Um, but they they're just very comfortable, it. weren't they? Before yeah. lockdown, they had some great results. And um, like you say, since the return, it's just not um, it's not really a uh, falling from so far. Not going all their way. I'm sure there'll be plenty more twists and turns uh, on in the running. Phoenix Knights one, Red Velvet nil. Good win for Phoenix Knights. Uh, and New Cross Rovers are starting to look like sharks again. This time beating uh, Kingfisher two one. Are they sharks again? Oh, hundred percent. They're sharking, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? What's 100%. happened during lockdown? Yeah, they've signed a load of Saturday players, and they bombed a load of players off. Charlie's on the packets. <laughs> Mike's Mike's arranging the fixtures as he wants. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's sorting himself. Getting the points right on the board so they know what's done. Do you know what I mean? They're crafty, mate. Crafty. Crafty. Some people just get in the commit into committees just to make it better for them. Yeah, they? mate. Do you know what I mean? He's like a mini Jason now, Michael, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? So he's rigging the fixtures. He's sorting himself out. Yeah, Mike Mike Varillo sorting himself right out. <laughs> uh, Fours are losing two one to Granite in their other double bank game. And Red no Velvet. disrespect to that. What's that? No disrespect there, mate. To be fair, after three games in a week, no, no, you know no. what I mean. No, to to nick a win in the London Cup, a draw against Granite, who have been really good this season. Yeah, uh, and then a two-one loss. I tell you what, they'd probably taken that if you'd have offered me at the at the um, beginning of the week. So, uh, no shame whatsoever. Uh, Red Velvet three 0 against Phoenix Knights again. Uh, spoil shared in a double banker. Southeast Athletic Maroon four-one against Petswood Senior Vultures. So all that analysis about them not having things their own way is bollocks. So. Um, but no, again, <laughs> again, the double bankers, they're just throwing up opposite results. It's so strange. Uh, Welling Park Spartans losing 3-1 to Junior Red Seniors. The Bandits beat Rustlers 4-0. I didn't, how many did he score this week, Gibbs? I heard one in each game. Okay, so he's, he's one for one. So he's letting his average down then. He's one goal a game. He's, he's a crafty one as well, he is. <laughs> Upton Athletic beating Springhill United Reserves 4-0. So I'm guessing Chris was was at this one yesterday. 
Yeah, he was at this one, mate, picking a picking a team on the can't water. Keep, can't keep his nose out, can he? He can't, mate, honestly. <laughs> but he's got he's got to be down the scrapyard soon. Do you know what I mean? Well, he's touting himself again to clubs. I saw last week. Yeah, I heard he's making a move to Highfield for some free wine and spirits. Yeah, he, called, he wants rum, didn't he? He wants. <laughs> Embarrassing, isn't it? Twerking, twer- twerking for rum. <laughs> uh, East, uh, Elton Lions two, Woolwich Royals one. Big result for Elton Elton Lions. Yeah, title. it's a very big result for them. We all know they've been capable of it, capable. Sorry, of um, of always getting points and beating teams. So uh, it's a massive result for them. And um, Woolwich Royals obviously they lost the board on last week, and then this week as well. Um, Maybe they've kind of lost their uh, their sharp tag, as it were, now because um, it's all uh, n- now. Maybe the tougher games should we, should we say? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Be interesting to see. It could it could level itself out, and um, it's going to be a good end to the season though with Elton Lions, um, Welling, Borden, and uh, Woolwich Royal. So it's um, it's all to play for still. Really good, really good running now for the season. Now things really starting to take shape thanks to these. Double bankers in a way we're starting to get through the games now. Uh, South Ballers won, Abbey Mead seven. And these are the results why I believe in Abbey Mead every season that I think they're going to do something. 7 1 against the, the Ballers. Do they need to change their name for next season, I Gibbs? Mate, average Joe's Gym. That's what they need to be called. Come on. It, ha- it can't go on. South Ballers, it cannot go on. I'm guessing that Chris went home um, at some stage during the Spring Hill United Reserves double banker because they won one he, on he, po- he popped to the bar <laughs> and let someone else know what they was doing, have a go, and he come back and it was 2-0. Yeah, so he can't claim that. He's not claiming no, that definitely one. not. <clears throat> uh, Westlers, uh, Westlers, Westlers, Rustlers, 2-1 against Baldwin Reserves. Is that their first loss of the season? It is indeed, and that's a cracking win for Rustlers as well. Big win for Rustlers. And, uh, big win, mate, big win. But again... Keeps Bald- the division looking spicy up the top as well. It does, but Borden haven't really lost any ground on Woolwich Royals because of that loss. So they they're actually they won't be too sad about that. Um, no, getting... it's still I think it's in Borden's hands, but that loss just keeps them um, level-headed and grounded. You know. Yeah, uh, Borden Sports B beating Danson Albion three-two. Borden Sports B have been fantastic since we've come back from lockdown. Uh, weren't mm. having a good time of it at all. Uh, early doors of the season, but they've come back. That's a really good win against a decent uh, Dance and Albion uh, yesterday. Uh, I think this one was a double banker. Bexley Hawks against Shooters Hill Spartans. Uh, Bexley Hawks getting a 3-0 win and Shooters Hill getting a 2-0 win. That is just mad, isn't it? Two different results in It is, do you know what I mean? It is, you just don't know. And the thing is with a double banker, you don't know what one was first, what one was second, you know? No. Uh, but, um, but she had two teams that are really good in, in Div 4. So, um, well done to both teams. Uh, Cell beating Bexley Athletic uh, 3-0 and 2-0 yesterday. Cup specialist Bexley Athletic have had an absolute torrid time of it in the division. I think that will find them bottom of that league, if not uh, second from bottom. They've not had a good year at all, Jamie. Uh, uh, Gibbs, have they? No, they haven't, to be fair. No, nah, terrible, mate. <laughs> Tough times. Well, they do well in cups. They seem to get to a cup final every year, but the league form this year has been dire. I'm sure the guys um, would agree. Uh, Bexley Heath, three. Foots Grey Lions, white, two. 
Um, the Peoples winning 4-3 yesterday against improved Mottingham Forest. Well done to the boys. Um, Borden Sports B getting two wins yesterday against Danson Albion. Uh, really massively improved. Well done to Borden Sports on that one. Uh, in Division in Division 5, Bexley Wanderers 2, New Elton Wanderers 1. And Bexley Wanderers 4, New Elton Wanderers 2. Two big wins for Bexley Wanderers. Um, again, improved since lockdown, uh, has, since we've been allowed to play. Well done. Uh, Advent Mighty Royals 3, Barker 2. Big win for uh, Advent Mighty Royals. We didn't get the customary bark from... We didn't, because when you lose the Advent Royals, mate, you can't get a bark there, mate. <laughs> that's a that's a, a big loss, actually, for Barker. Advent Mighty Royals have struggled um, massively for two years, really, now. Um, and Barker showing that their, their bark is worse than their bite. There wasn't any bite yesterday, uh, by the looks of it. <clears throat> In Division 5, we continue... Beckham Rye losing 2-1 to AFC Beckenham. Wheels are falling off at Peckham Rye Reserves a little bit at the moment. Um, Gibbs may not agree with that, but it looks like they've gone from title hopers to fighting, uh, fighting to, to stay involved. So <clears throat> let's see what happens with them. Uh, Mate, they've, they're not um they're having a little bit of a struggle at the minute, should we say? Is it players? Is it player availability? I know you don't might want to, not want to go into it too much. Is it? No, it has been a little bit of play, player availability, um, and they're not kind of um, the, the the Texas and stuff are going out, but it's in the it's still the end of the week. They're chasing players, you know. Um, it's not been um, it's not been ideal for them, and they've lost lost some firepower as well. Some uh, strikers have been injured, so it's not it's not been ideal for them. Okay, let's see what happens. They've got a cup final against um, the Bandits coming up in the not too distant future. So the boys need to start getting some form uh, back together. hundred uh, percent. The Sharks of, of division five and arguably uh, Westford as a whole Red Star Northfield. Um, they've extinguished the light. They've smashed the bulb. They've kicked it on the ground and stamped on it. Uh, Beacons losing 13 one yesterday. Ouch mate. Like you say though, Red Star, far too good for that division they shouldn't they shouldn't be there so um it's hard to kind of keep praising them when they're the the squad that they've got is too good for that that league do you know what i mean it's going to be hard for, to give them games of the like, results of the week and things like that where they continue to bash teams um by more than five most weeks so it's going to be hard to to, in, to include them in that because um clearly they are very good uh, yeah. Land of All Stars have suffered from that as well, and and SE Dons that teams like that that we expect to be comfortable uh, in their division and don't get a result of the week and you know, Peckham Rye never get it because you're the one that picks it. So, um, yeah, you uh, it's hard for it's hard with Red Star, but obviously they're a top side in that division. Old Fortronians nil, Jamera two after a losing weekend last weekend or the weekend before, Jamera getting their win. Uh, South London Athletic beating Eltham 2-1. Big, big result for uh, Div 5 as Eltham haven't really lost at all this season uh, in the league. So it's a big, a big, a big result for South London Athletic where they have struggled seemingly. Yeah, they have to be honest. Um, I'm not sure what's happened there this season. They seem to have been a bit hit and miss, haven't they? Yeah. They've, um, when they pull the players out, they kind of, they get the results, but then other weeks it's like, I don't think there's any consistency to their play. 
No, doesn't seem to be. Um, but a good win for South London Athletic. All the same. Uh, Falkenwood reserves three. People's FC reserves three. Improved for uh, People's FC uh, reserves, obviously. the new. I'd say that's of... a good result for the reserves, yeah, though, to would. be honest, because Falkenwood reserves have been playing really well and getting results, and the People's not not so much. So for them to um, get a free all, that's a, that's a good result. Yeah, good a good uh, good point for People's. Uh, Draper Close losing two double bankers yesterday against Lewisham Athletic both 2-1. Um, Lewisham Athletic have been a good team in that division. Very good uh, side. And sadly, Draper, um, they lose two, but they've only won. They they've only they they can only win this season because it's been such a massive improvement uh, from Joe and the lads uh, down at Draper Close. Well done to Lewisham, though. Two, six big points in that title chase because Draper Close were, were up there. Uh, Les Cabras, two. Highfield Rovers nil. Massive day for Lewisham Athletic yesterday in the Div 6 um, title chase with Highfield falling over um, as well yesterday and drawing nil nil with Les Cabra. So that's only one point for Highfield yesterday. He'll be disappointed with that, Ronnie, won't he? That was a shock yesterday, to be fair. But I've, um, I think where Ronnie's been going in goal himself, I think he's out at the minute with a back injury. So um, I think that might have uh, affected their form. Okay, I mean they they haven't they've only conceded two goals in two games, so it doesn't point to me that a goalkeeper is the issue there. Um, but you know, it, Las Cabras, well done, uh, four points for them yesterday in a season that hasn't had that many points for them. So well done, boys. Uh, Our Lady Seniors losing five 0 to uh, Chimera Reserves, a double win for uh, the Chimera clubs yesterday. Uh, Sporting <laughs> Club Sporting Club Thamesmead Spitfires making it two wins in two weeks. Uh, beating and Spitfires on fire. Yeah, he must. He, he might have signed some players, or that the rest might have done them well. But four two against Bexley Village Vets is a good win for Spitfires. Do you know? Looking at the results here again, I think that the Draper close against Lewisham result was one one, and then two one to Lewisham. I think they drew and and lost Draper. Oh, there's another. There's four. There's four results for them too. Yeah, so I think one was a draw from what I've read and one was 2-1 because I was just trying to think that, to be honest. Okay, well, full-time has messed us up again. So the league table will will have four extra games on it. Um, So that's messed, that is really messed up. Um, But one all, yeah, one all to Draper, one all Draper close, Lewisham, and 2-1 to Lewisham in the other game. Not very good um, full-time at the moment. Or the, we're not going to blame the teams, um, but the way they put in the results is has cocked it up. Uh, Sid Cup 2, Elton Lions Reserves nil in the, the best division in, in Westfar, the Selk. The Grassroots. second best division. Duke uh, at Sports King has been, at King of Hearts Media, has been talking about a, a Division 6 and Division 7 playoff. Um, <laughs> it's not clear who's going to win uh, Division 6 just yet with so many teams uh, still battling it out. Uh, it's looking like Catholic Club are going to be comfortable winners of that in Division 7, the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network, Division 7, the best division in Westfar. Um, but yeah, Duke has been talking about a playoff that we're going to do uh, in the summer and he'll film it and we can finally say who's going to be the best division in Westfar uh, in the summer. So we look forward to that. We just need the champions of each division to be confirmed. We're looking forward to all these types of things. Uh, Elton Lions getting a 2-0 uh, win against Sid Cup 
um, in the reverse fixture of their double banker, the points <clears throat> the points shared by the two boys there. Catholic club go from strength to strength, beating Lesser FXI 2-1. Good showing of themselves there, Lesser, Lesser FXI. Uh, Catholic club have beaten cl- uh, teams comfortably in Div 7, so 2-1 um, is a good result. They beat, they won 2-1 in the other game of that double banker as well, so six points to Catholic club. Uh, Greenwich Hot Shots winning one all um, against the winning Rosen. one all uh, drawing one all sorry <laughs> uh, drawing one all. it may have felt like a win I don't know um, winning one all against the Rosen Crown I saw the Rosen Crown boys in the pub um, yesterday and uh, they said they enjoyed the game uh, they the Rosen Crown won the second game of that one two one uh, so they gave me a bit of stick about uh, Greenwich Hot Shots being my favourite team in Division 7. <laughs> um, good lads. Um, and yeah, they said it was a good game. Spring Hill Old Boys, um, 0-0 against Bosco. Villacourt beating Sporting Club Greenwich 9-1. Villacourt have been on a real goal-scoring run yeah, lately. They've, they've really turned it round, Villacourt, yeah. you know. Really, really pleased for them. That's two seasons in a row they've had to rebuild. Well, they've had to build the club last season. They had to rebuild this season. So Villacourt going from strength to strength. That's things we like to see. Uh, Avery Hill, one all with Intercross. Uh, Bosco uh, losing 3-0 to Spring Hill. Old boys, uh, four points for the old boys yesterday. Uh, into some cup games. Uh, the London Sunday Challenge Cup. Uh, Spring Hill United away to Panathinaikos. Losing 5-3. That's a good, they've made a good account for themselves in that competition this season, Gibbs. Yeah, 100%. Fair play to them, you know. 5-3. Um, I know they travelled quite far up into Enfield yesterday. Yeah. So um, they can take a lot of respect away from that. Well done to the boys. Uh, Mildeen winning 1-0 uh, in the London Sunday Trophy against Memetic Galata. Um, um, uh, well done to the Mildeen boys. <clears throat> and Blackheath losing 6-0 to Sporting Continental of the Southern Sh- Sunday the Sharks. Sporting Continental Sharks, 100%. They the shouldn't Sharks. be in that. They are the Sharks of the London They was in it last, last year and they won it. There's no way they should be in it again. They're absolute Sharks. Absolute Sharks, Hugo. And the boys are a real good outfit uh, in the Southern Sunday. Oh, 100%. Um, Top side, but they shouldn't be in that cup. They should. They, they would compete in the London Cup, the, the, the proper one. The challenge, the proper one. The challenge. I don't mean the proper one like that, but I mean like you know, like um, the higher, the higher one, the division, higher yeah. division one. Yeah, I do. Right, let's get back to the fixtures and the Orpington and Bromley uh, fixtures for this coming Sunday, the twenty fifth of April. Uh, and I'll try and remember where our games of the week are. Uh, also, because I forgot. Did you? I've I've got them. I've got them, luckily. Right. So as we go through, we'll try and remember. Uh, I'll try and remember all the games of the week. So into the senior. Bickley play Farnborough Old Boys. Uh, That'll be a good game. Hatcham play Groundhoppers. Rocker Seniors play uh, Lambeth All-Stars. And Essie Dons play Lullingston. Um, I think a few of those are double bankers. Uh, Rocker seniors and uh, are they all double bankers, Jamie? No, I think most of them will be, should be anyway. Uh, ha- I don't think Rocker seniors, um, Lambeth All Stars doesn't seem to be, and Essie Don's Lullingston doesn't seem to be. 
uh, all the rest of them are. So good luck to all the teams there. No game, no no games from the um, senior made it to our uh, games of the week this week. We do like to we do like to change it, change Excellent. it up. Every, yeah, we do like to give other teams a shout out every now and again. Um, our first game of the week is Elmstead against Barnborough Reserves. My thought on this one: it's hard to see beyond um, a Farnborough Reserves win. I'm going to go two 0 to Farnborough Reserves. Uh, our guest, our guest predictor this week was John White, who went for a two-one Farnborough Reserves win. Jamie, what do you reckon? Um, I fancy Farnborough to get the win, especially after the disappointment in dropping two points yesterday. <clears throat> um, Elmstead. They never get rolled over. They're always in games. Um, always have tight results. So I think it'll be a one-goal winning margin. So I'm going also for 2-1 to Farnborough. 2-1 to Farnborough from Jamie. Uh, let me try and find the fixtures again. This is this is not this is not good today. Uh, the next game is Hatch and Vista against Blendon. Uh, intriguing game. Blendon should come out. Uh, strong winners on that one for me. Um, Metrogas play the wall in a double banker. Uh, the Farnborough Elmstead game is a double banker. Uh, Chislurst play old foes from from a couple of seasons ago. Uh, sporting club Thamesmead expecting a strong uh, sporting club Thamesmead performance on the weekend. And club Langley play uh, Beckenham Rovers. Our second game of the week is Hacienda taking on. Bexley United. Now, this isn't as straightforward as uh, as we thought it, it would have been. Um, based on uh, this weekend's uh, results, Bexley United are not going to walk over and have their have their bellies tickled on Sunday, are they? Definitely not. I mean, not many teams get a win. Although, yes, it's a double banker, but they've got a win in one of the games against Ten Street, which is no mean feat. Mm. So they've got pedigree in Hacienda. I think will be wary of it. Um, I do think Hacienda have got that extra firepower though that they can call upon. So I'm going for three two Hacienda in the three. first like first game of the double banker. Three two to Hacienda. Uh, John White has gone four two to Hacienda. Do you know what? I'm going to go for a, a Desmond. Ooh, I can see. Uh, I can see a good game. A good game there. I'm going to back Bexley. Dean might not be pleased that I've done that, but I'm going to back Bexley uh, for a two-all. So good luck to both teams there. That will be a cracker. In Division 2, Southwark Town play Broccoli. Uh, Ex-Blues Hurricanes welcome Royal Southwark. That could be a massacre. Uh, Greenwich Mariners play Sydney Sports. Jamie, will that be a massacre? It gets easier than that. <laughs> um, got a couple of players back. And to be honest, the... F- if there's not a reaction to yesterday, then there's something seriously wrong. So on that basis, I think <clears throat> we should have a bit about this and a bit of hunger and a point to prove um, after that second game yesterday. So here's hoping that it gets us a result. Here's hoping uh, for you, for you anyway, uh, friend of the podcast. Don't dunk it over too, please. If we, no. if we get a result off of him after getting dicked twice yesterday. No. Uh, Thameside Albion play. Uh, DC football, uh, West Wickham play Lesser Albion. Broccoli, as I said earlier, play Southwark Town. Uh, that's a double banker. DC football, Thameside Albion. Uh, P- 
plenty of double bankers. I think they're all double they're bankers. All double bankers yeah. uh, House did play Atelier Wastels. That could be an interesting game. Two teams with good results on the weekend. Uh, Hayden Youth play Crayford Arrows. And our third game of the week is Phoenix Sports 3 playing Kingsdale. I can only see a big win for Phoenix Sports in this one, Jamie. What score? I'm going 3 0 to Phoenix Sports. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think it'll be tighter than that. Uh, I think I think Phoenix will win, but I'm going to go for 3 2. 3 2 to Phoenix, and our guest predictor, John White, has gone 3 1 Kingsdale. So he's breaking the mould with a Kingsdale win. Uh, Kingsdale. <laughs> he must have been. Uh, where was I? Uh, SMCA play Manorwood. <clears throat> Italia Westfield's house did, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Lesser Christchurch play Broccoli. I think all of these, all of these are uh, double bankers. I think except the Hayden Youth and Phoenix Sport games. Um, Lesser Christchurch Broccoli reserves. Crayway play Croydon Town reserves. Big winners this weekend. Croydon Town will look to continue. Uh, on that run against um, a Crayway who haven't really got started this season. Uh, Elmstead Hawks back to back to the action this week against Petswood Ravens. FC United of Bromley play the Warren. And our last game of the week is Hatch and Beck in the Manor, fully rested and ready to go again after a busy week last week, uh, play Ellis Athletic. Top of the table clash. Is this going to decide the title, Jamie? Possibly, yeah. I think. Hatch and Beckham manager probably were everyone's favourites, weren't they? Um, yeah, they've not, had, not quite hit the heights though. No, not recently. Course. Do you think Ellis have got their number? I do and I'm going for two one to Ellis in game one. Two one to if it's, if it's a double banker, if it's a, we're just going two one Ellis, forget about the double banker nonsense. I don't think it is a double banker. Nah, you? if it's not, then I'm still going two one. So two one Ellis. Yeah. John has gone too old. John has gone for a Desmond for his own team, so he doesn't fancy him too much. He's, he's on the old Josie main games, isn't he? That's going to tell me I'm going to go with an Ellis win, and I'm but I'm going to go one nil, one nil to Ellis. The least, most le- least likely score, uh, but I'll go for one nil. Uh, good luck to all the teams there. Uh, Ministry of Ball play Hayden Youth Reserves. That'll be a brilliant game uh, on Sunday. Uh, there's some all double bankers so Croydon Town Crayway Broccoli Reserves Lesser uh, Petswood Ravens Elmstead Hawks Warren United against FC United Bromley into Division 5 South London Spartans play Tudor Sports Rangers that's a double banker Crayford Arrows Reserves play AFC Wilgar Wilgar looking to get their title uh, run back on track uh, Hayes Old Boys play Benhurst in a double banker Kingsdale Reserves play Inter Milne in a double banker. Uh, Orbanton Colts play Hawksbrook Wanderers. Come on the Colts at Norman Park. Uh, double banker, as I said. Uh, Phoenix Sports 5 play FC Peak. Uh, good luck to FC Peak, uh, sponsored by the charity that we uh, support, the Mike Strong Memorial uh, campaign. Uh, Tudor Sports Rangers play South London Spartans. That's a double banker. And Benhurst, can they make it Two weeks on the spin, Jamie, getting points on the board against Hayes' old boys. Um, I 
guess we'll see. Um, FC Peak against uh, Phoenix Sports 5, as I said. Uh, and there's some London Cup games, massive Cup games for um, Uberton and Bromley clubs this weekend in the London yes. Sunday Challenge Cup. Um, Baytees welcome uh, Kenningwell. Uh, massive, massive game. I don't know too much about Baytees. I don't really watch them. Uh, so we're we're unashamedly uh, backing the Kenningwell boys there to go and get the job done. And in the FA Sunday Cup, St. Joe's, who are multiple winners of that competition, uh, play Portland. It's at St. George's Park, the National Football Centre. Um, we can only book, we can only back uh, Portland, should I say. Uh, a massive game for the club. Uh, and undoubtedly the biggest game that Portland as a club would have ever played um, against, as I say, multiple winners of that competition. Um, good luck, Portland. That's all we can Definitely. Say. Good Definitely. I mean, yeah, good luck, Kenningwell, obviously. But yeah, I hope Portland get their strongest team out, give it their best shot. And yeah, at the end of the day, obviously hope they get the result and get through to the final. Um, but what an occasion. For them. So yeah, I hope I hope the lads enjoy it. Massive occasion. Good luck, boys. Um, and good luck to Kenningwell in the London Cup. Right, the Croydon fixtures for Sunday. Uh, games of the week. The fixtures changed uh, halfway through the morning, so it was a little bit, little bit of a jumping about this morning. Um, don't know what happened there. Um, but we'll we'll try and pick them up as we go through. Uh, our uh. In the Premier Division, Croydon JFC play Saha. Saha looked about back. Uh, our f- no, our no. first. That's not. Is it? There's none of them. Palace Saint Germain play um, Bosjam. PSG yeah. looking to win that. Uh, Sandersted play Santos ninety two. That's one of our games of the week. Yeah, working on that one, Roger. Um, I. <sighs> Like I said before, I think Sam said they're in a bad run of form. I don't know if this is the right game for them to get out of it. I think Santos are fighting for, for survival as well. I just think that just because Sam said have been on, on that bad run of form, I think Santos are going to have enough to nick it. I'm going to go with a 3-2 win to Santos. 3-2 to Santos. Yep. Uh, Russell has predicted our quarter municipal games this week. He's saying one all uh, in that one. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to back Sandersted to to get back to form. I'm going to go two nil to uh, Sandersted on Sunday. It has to pick up for them uh, at some point, and I think it could be this week. Um, mm-hmm. Spartans against Croydon uh, after the the form Croydon have been in and the big win yesterday for Spartans. You can only see uh, Spartans doing the business yet uh, on Sunday. Yep. Uh, we have in Division One. Addiscombe Casuals play Southside Blues in a double banker. Uh, first yep. one, first one of them we've seen in the Quota Municipal. Yeah, first one. Yeah, I think there's, a, I think there's a couple more this week. But yeah, I think this looks like there's going to be a few more coming in the coming weeks. Yeah. Uh, Lambeth play Centurions, <clears throat> and our second game of the week is Saha Eleven playing Selsden Town. Massive game for Div One. Big game for you lot this weekend, Roger. Yeah, definitely. We're going to be we're going to be up against it. I mean, those that know Selz know they're a very good side. Um, they're going to be licking their wounds from the defeat they had Sunday. 
Um, so they're going to be want to come back fighting. Um, we've we've had a couple of good wins under our belt, so we've got a bit of confidence. We know that we have to win if we want uh, to realistically push for promotion and for and for the title. And uh, you know, it's, I, I hate picking my own games, um, but I'm going to go. I've got to back my boys. I'm going to go with a Sahara. 11 win I'm going to say a 3-2 three, 3-2 two. Three, two. Russell Russell has backed you 4-2 and Trust. even even though you're sitting here with me Roger I'm going to back the Selsden Town boys too no, well yeah I have they're, they're to. a good they're a good, very good <laughs> side they're a very good side got some good players all over the park it's going to be tough uh, in Division 2 uh, Addiscombe Casuals play uh, Addiscombe Casuals MMFC play Sandersted Reserves uh, that's a top game in that division and that is our third game of the week um, got to go for Sandersted Reserves in this one they've been unstoppable this season yeah I think so I think it's going to be a close game though I think Casuals have been sort of quietly going about their business um, got some good results I don't think I don't, I don't think Sandersted are going to run away with it um, but yeah, I, I can only go with a Sanderson reserves win. I'll, I'll have to go with a two-one to Sanderson reserves. Two-one to Sanderstead. Yeah. Um, Russell has backed his boys two-one, and I will book back them two-one as well. Mm. So, um, bit bit boring, but yeah, yeah. Um, so they have been good. They're looking good for promotion uh, this season. Mm-hmm. As a bare minimum, Addiscombe Corinthians against Souls. Uh, Shirley against Gold Coaching, uh, double banker. Be interesting mm-hmm. to see uh, the results of that one. You'd think Shirley would be the um, favourites based on Gold Coaching. They haven't really uh, got any consistency together, but we know these double bankers can pull up some uh, funny Thanks. results. Yep. Uh, KFC play Huxley Guards. Both teams looking to get a win. <clears throat> um, in Division 3 and our... Last last game of the week, um, Dynamo Duppers play South Sea Wanderers. Can we see the Sharks being being beaten this weekend? I'm, as much as I'd like to say yes, I, I, I can't see it. Um, I don't I don't know if they've lost a the game yet since since joining the league. Um, they've beaten some Division One sides in cup games, so I, I can't see anything other than a South Sea Wanderers win. Probably going to be a comfortable win as well. I was going to say. 4-1 to South Sea. 4-1 South Sea Wanderers. I'll go um, 2-1 to South Sea Wanderers. I can see Duffers being on a high, even though um, South Sea Wanderers are, are obviously a good side. I think it'll be closer uh, than your score. Uh, Russell has gone for a 3-2 to the Sharks on Sunday. Good luck to both teams. And the last game in Division 3 is FC 25 against... South London Royals reserves. Um, Royals going all right this season. Uh, that'll be a yep. good game. Uh, FC 25, we expected them to be up there and amongst it uh, in the uh, division. Uh, but South Sea, uh, South London Royals reserves are no mugs. So um, yep. that'll be a good one. Uh, in the league, in the Quidden League Challenge Cup, Batsy Ironsides play Surrey Park Rangers. Uh, Prem side taking on Div 3 there. That could be a long, a tough day for Surrey Park all the way in Battersea. Yeah, Trevor and we're to Battersea yes for that game. Yeah, long, Cobb, after, long morning for them. Long morning, and Cobbs could play. Uh, Cobbs play uh, Woodside. Two teams haven't really uh, got going 
uh, this season. Form-wise, um, probably looking to use the cup to kickstart their their league campaigns. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Thank you very much, Roger. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks very much. Hopefully, uh, the predictions are a bit better than this week. Me and Roger are only getting one point eight. Oh, you got? <laughs> did you get three or did we get one? No, each? I think we got one each. I'm fingers crossed that we get some. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> needs to get better right the west for the west for fixtures um for this week um with gibbs if he's about he's about <laughs> he's about <laughs> um you always have, catching me off guard today <laughs> <laughs> um we have in div four we've got a midweek game between the peoples and footscray lions white um Interesting uh, fixture. We'd expect the, the peoples to come out uh, winners on that one. Uh, we'll go through the games of the week, as I said, as we get to them. Barnhurst play Jam. Uh, Odd Fellows play Junior Reds. Um, Borden Sports A play Spring Hill United. Orbiton Rovers play Under the Radar. Uh, these are all double bankers. Uh, Junior Reds, Odd Fellows again. Black Fen play tonight's guest. Uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead 90. Uh, that's one of our games of the week. Gibbs, what did you think on that one? Uh, Sporting Thamesmead 90 have been uh, very good, scoring a lot of goals this season, haven't they? Yep. Um, I'm going to go with a Sporting Sporting win. I'm going to go 4-1. 4-1 to Sporting Club Thamesmead. Uh, after seeing them yesterday, um, they play some nice football, um, Blackfen. Uh, I think it might be a bit closer than that. I'm going to go for a Sporting Club Thamesmead 90 win, uh, but I'm going to go 2-0 to Sporting Club Thamesmead uh, 90. Good luck to both teams. Good good set of lads on both teams there. Uh, Northern Eagles play Burridge Blues. That's Meridian Derby. Uh, Rising Talents play Falcon Wood. Um, Wood 90 play... Uh, FC Royals, sorry, Rising Talents, Falconwood, Woolwich 90 play FC Royals, Borden Sports uh, play Crayford Arrows in Division 1, uh, Blackheath play Footscray Lions, that'll be a really good game, um, Meridian looking to get back to winning ways, um, they play Mightland Park Rangers, Mildeen, Crayford Athletic, that's a real good game, um, Well in Town play Bulltarks, Bulltarks, uh, look like a good team. Div 1, Wellington have had some good results this season, so that's an interesting game. Uh, Crayford Arrows play Borden Sports. As I said, that one was a double banker. Uh, Kingfisher. Kingfisher play Phoenix Knights. Um, mm, they need to bounce back, really, Kingfisher. They've been very um, hit and miss of late, haven't they? Yeah, that's my game. That's my game on Sunday. Looking forward to two teams I haven't refereed before uh, up at that game is at um, the old Kidbrook School at the other side of Long Lane. I've never re- never been there before either, so hopefully it's nice. <laughs> hopefully, B Young Stars play Forza. Uh, New Cross, the Sharks play Southeast Athletic Maroon. That's looking like a good game now. Uh, New Cross really picked up some form. Um, looking interesting. Um, yeah. Pet- Petswood Seniors playing Elton Town, and our. Third game of the week or second game of the week? Second. Second game, second game of the week is Granite playing Orbiton Eagles. Do we got hope for the for the Eagles here? Yeah, do you know what? Granite have been really good. 
Um, and I can never kind of back against the Eagles. So I'm going to say a high scoring draw. I'm going to say 3 3. 3 0. In that, mm-hmm. in that, if that, is that a double banker? Doesn't look like it is. No, I don't think it is. I think Granite beat him earlier on in the season. I'm going to go 2 1 to Granite. Uh, we'll hear Ronnie's Ronnie from uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead's uh, predictions shortly when he's on. Uh, Elton Town, Petswood Vultures, Forza, be Young Stars. Uh, Abbey Mead play Woolwich Royals in Do Three. That's a good old rivalry, that one. Uh, good game, that, that one. That'll be a really good one at Meridian on Sunday. Uh, Junior Reds play South London, South, South Ballers. Are the Ballers ever going to live up to that name? Uh, I'm not sure, you know. Maybe if they drop a few divisions, it might work out for them. Uh, our third game of the week is this one. Uh, Elton Lions against Welling Park Spartans. Gibbs, where, where are you on this one? Uh, Welling Park, uh, Elton Lions. Do you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say Elton Lions 2 1 here. Elton Lions 2 1. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go for Welling Park 2 1. So we're split on that one. Okay, good luck to both teams. Uh, the Bandits, the Bandits go to Orpington Athletic on Sunday. Spring Hill Reserves play Rustlers. Uh, and as I said, South Ballers play Junior Reds. That's a double banker. Willage Royals and Abbey Mead game is a double banker. Uh, in Division 4, Borden Sports B on a real good run play Junior Reds Sports. Uh, Bexley Athletic hope to improve their, uh, their league form this week. Uh, Bexley play Footscray Lions White. Uh, improved Martin and Forest play Shooters Hill Spartans. Uh, Bexley Hawks play Cell. Bexley Heath play Dancing Albion. Bexley Heath not really had the season they probably expected to have. Dancing Albion becoming a little bit um, inconsistent with results. Yeah. Um, Footscray Lions White play Bexley Athletic. That's obviously double bankers. Junior Red Sport and Sports is a double banker. Shooters Hill Spartans. Martin Forest, the double banker. Division 5, AFC Beckenham, uh, who beat Peckham Wire Reserves this weekend, play New Elton Wanderers. New Elton can't seem to buy a win anywhere at the moment. Oh, don't, don't rub it in, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Bexley Wanderers play Old Fortronians. Fucking L Gibbs. Red Star. Yeah, I know, mate. It's a hard day <laughs> for the reserves this week. That's a double banker as well. Red Star Northfield play Peckham Rye Reserves. How'd you go into that one? Mate, you set up hard to break down, try and um, frustrate them and maybe uh, maybe counter when they're trying to bomb forward. Uh, it's a tough one, and it's gonna be a it's been gonna be a, a tough game, uh, that one. Uh, Beacons play Advent Mighty Royals at some game that is. Uh Chimera play South London Athletic. Um, as I mentioned, New, El- New Elton Wanderers, Beckenham's a double banker, Old Fultronians, Bexley Wanderers is a double banker, Peckham Rye Reserves against North Star Red, Red, Red Star Northfield is a double banker. Who's that singing in the background? Oh, you can hear that? Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, sorry, that's my <laughs> sorry. wife. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> Peckham Rye Reserves against North Star Redfield, North Red Star Northfield. 
terrible couple <laughs> of minutes there. Sorry about that. Uh, Barker. Sorry about that. Just the karaoke version of the Silk podcast. <laughs> FC Barker played <laughs> Eltham FC. Uh, the Sharks, the, the Westford Sharks play Las Cabras. Uh, Las Cabras on the back of four points this weekend uh, against other title hopers. And they've got a cup final coming up, so they're going to want to keep that uh, momentum going. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they welcome Kingfisher Reserves. Uh, they play Kingfisher Reserves on Sunday. Uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead Spitfires play Chimera Reserves. The Spitfires. We, Gibbs wants the Spitfires to win on Sunday. There's no two ways about it. Draper oh, close. there's no two ways about that. But Spitfires are my, are my Div 6 team. Um, oh, uh, behind Highfield, though. Right, right after back running. <laughs> Draper Close play Bexley Village Vets. I think this is our last... Game of the week, Gibbs. What do you reckon? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to say um, Draper to bounce back with a 3 1 win. Draper 3 1. I'm going 1 0 to Draper. Um, expect them to bounce back. Uh, Falconwood Reserves play Highfield Rovers. That'll be a really good game. Uh, the Chimera Reserves against Sporting Club Thamesmead game is a double banker. Uh, Les Cabras Kingfisher Reserves is a double banker. The People's Reserves against Our Ladies Senior. Another double banker, much improved uh, people's reserve. So that'll be a good game. Into Division 7, the best division in Westfa. The best division. The uh, second best <laughs> division. Avery Hill play Greenwich Hot Shots. Come on the shots. Into Cross play Champions Elect uh, Catholic Club. Sid Cup play Lesser FXI. The Bosco play Rosen Crown. Catholic Club one is a double banker. Hot Shots is a double banker. Uh, Elton Lions Reserves have a double banker against Sporting Greenwich. Um, and Villacall play Spring Hill Old Boys. Gibbs, thanks very much for your time. No worries, mate. Sorry, it's a little bit off key today. Apologies <laughs> for the singing as well. Um, not, not a problem. Uh, guys, thank you very much. And I'll see you soon. No worries, mate. Take care. Have a good one. See you. All the best. Bye, bye, bye. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So tonight, our guest on our interview section of episode 16 is Sporting Club Thamesmead 90. Um, Sporting Club Thamesmead as a club have had uh, teams in and around the Sunday morning uh, or the Sunday league um, football for a few years now. Uh, successful teams in Newbarton and Bromley uh, and a team that has just recently joined uh, the uh, Westford setup from Newbarton and Bromley in Sporting Club Thamesmead Spitfires. Um, but a new team has joined Westford this season, Sporting Club Thamesmead 90, who have done a brilliant job as yet so far this season, uh, looking really good for a title challenge at least. Um, at least promotion will be the bare minimum the boys will want to achieve this season. Today, I'm joined by Ronnie and Adam from the team, uh, both players. Uh, Ronnie does a bit of social media and all that stuff for the team as well. Um, boys, the, since the team uh, have been formed, I've seen you guys, you've really interacted brilliantly with the podcast. I know through all the 50 podcasts in 50 days, a lot of you boys uh, seem to listen and a few of the players interacted with us. Um, what was the, what's been the first impressions of Westfa uh, since you joined? I mean, 
you played in it a little bit before, didn't you? And uh, for me, coming in brand new, I, I mean, they've done everything that we asked. They, obviously, being a, a new club per se, it was a bit like, what kind of help can we have with all the registrations? Because obviously, you've got the, a lot of leagues do either whole game or the card system, didn't they? Whereas yeah. Westford do both to kind of just to make sure all the um, there's no ringers and stuff like that. So yeah. we just had to make sure we got all that right. And they, they've helped us a lot with it, to be honest. And obviously, uh, Mike from New Cross, I know a couple of boys down there, he's kind of been in constant contact where maybe we've needed a game rearranged or anything like that. He's, he's been quite quite on it with me, just dropped me a WhatsApp. So, yeah, can't really say anything bad about him, to be honest. Yeah, same here. Like, obviously, being with Westford before, like, playing for St. Michael's when we come from Kent, Kent Suburban, like, the support we got was unbelievable coming over. We we, we got attracted by Westbrook ages ago, really, to come over. But we kind of stuck out at Kent Suburban. But then we eventually came over. And like I said, like the welcome we got was unbelievable. And then obviously that didn't materialise as well. Obviously St. Michael's folded. Yeah. And then uh, I went over to Abbey Mead. And Abbey Mead was still, obviously still with West for now. And then yeah. the point tends to be nightly happened. But like I say, the support, the organisation is fantastic. I think it's one of the best leagues on a Sunday, for sure. Obviously, you see it all on Twitter. Every club's interacting. Yeah. Um, clubs getting together. So, yeah, it's a fantastic league and hopefully it just grows more and more, to be honest. Do you think, obviously, you've had a, you've had a, a good season this season on the on the pitch, but obviously you're in, the, you're in the senior. Do you think that was the right division for you or was you looking a bit higher initially? Yeah, well, well yeah, <laughs> I think it is because, obviously, we haven't played together in ages and we just, well, I think if we went right to the top, I thought it would have been a bit difficult because most of us played for St. Michael's in that top league and we kind of struggled the last little bit at the end, struggled to get the players there. So yeah. when we got together, I was like, I think senior would be the one. Now, we we didn't think we'd absolutely smash it like and go and unbeaten everything. Of course not. But it's just about making sure that we can play our game, really, and so we can just have a promotion challenge and get up to the... Yeah, I mean, division, really. <laughs> it sounds... You try not to sound too big-headed, but like we, we did think if we go into the senior, then we've got a chance to get all the boys back together. Yeah. Um, there will be obviously be tough games because there's quite a few good teams in that league and mm. um, we've seen that already. And um, we did, like I said, we didn't think we're going to go in and just tear it up, but we thought let's earn our way into the top division. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like We don't want to just go bang, put us in the top division because we've got this player, we've got that player. But a lot of our players also haven't played in three or four years. And, and you know, no matter you can do anything, any kind of fitness, it doesn't link to football unless you're doing yeah. specific movements because I'm one for that. I've gone back to it and gone initially, it was like, cool, this is hurting. But then after a while, you're like, oh, sweet. And then you get hit the ground running. And yes, it's gone well, as you say, so far. It don't fucking matter how much fitness work you've done if you're going on, running on a desert every oh, Sunday morning, oh, does it? That match fitness is someone. Mo- <laughs> playing fields, mate. I think I was in Mordor running around on there. Uh, most of us were doing runs during the lockdown and then you come back after and it's like that first half an hour the pit, I think last week at Meridian oh, obviously the double header as well it's like it's, it's a killer but it's all about match fitness isn't it ankle so, roll city that is yeah, I'm glad who's in the senior to be honest because are you, I was going to say are you glad maybe now you've had this year of getting to know each other again on, on the pitch obviously you, you must have kept in touch off of it but on the pitch are you glad you've had this year because that will put you in good stead if you or when you get promotion uh, up to the Prem division that you've had this whole year of playing together and any new people that you bring in are coming into a group um, that um, that know each other. It's not like you're all getting to know each other again. It's just that you may well add one, two, three players to your squad over the summer. Are you are you now glad that you've had this year together at a, at a comfortable division for you? 
Yeah, I'm a hundred percent. I mean, it's it's been it's it's been brilliant to have the boys back together. You know, I'm like I'm one of the ones that stopped playing for a little bit. Always kept in touch, as you say, but just having the boys back, and I've had I've had quite a few of them say when obviously when we're allowed in the pubs and stuff that have said like this has been massive for me. Like not just playing together again, but the social side as well. Because yeah. like I said to you before, Andrew, I mean, a lot of us have known each other and played with each other on and off since we were like 10, 11 years old. Yeah, tell us a bit yeah. about the, the history then. So how you, 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 you're about to go into the it perfectly then. So how you boys sort of all knew each other, how you got together and uh, what was the decision to start it's, playing? It's a combination of two things, really. Adam's already mentioned St. Michael's and I will get on to them, but it stems a little bit further than that because Adam's a player that I met probably about, 19 years old, 18, 19, we're, yeah. we're at uni together. Yeah. And um, and that, that comes into it later. But originally, like for me, I joined under Steve Reader, who's our manager, um, around like the under 11s, under 12s age, with a lot of the boys that are there. And we, to be honest, we bounce between a, f- a few clubs as you do because you, you want to get your Kent affiliation and stuff like that. Yeah. And we originally started off as Belvedere Sports and we did quite well. We won the top league in Bexley, went up to Kent as Erie from Belvedere. We had a few seasons under them and we tended to bounce between them and Welling United because they were like when they were kind of um, looking for clubs and stuff and giving us that support in the Kent League. Yeah. And we played together till we were um, under 18s. And then and then Steve um, gave it up for a little bit. I think he probably needed a rest after having some of us for seven years. <laughs> and um, we basically went to here from Belvedere as their under 18s. And I'll be honest, for most of us, it started to crumble because we'd, we'd lost our manager. Um, and I think people started to do their own thing, go to other clubs and college and uni was coming in. And then a lot of the boys, um, I actually moved away, but a lot of the boys got back together. And it's really a combination of two clubs in the end. Um, Seven Acres Sid Cup, yep. uh, a lot of the boys from them. And also, like I'd said, St. Michael's, who I played for for a little bit as well. Uh, it's really combining the old lot, the really old lot, but also that we're at Seven Acres Sid Cup, along with some of the St. Michael's lot, that also played under Steve when he came back into it. And he was really, Steve, and, Steve Reader and Ken Townsend, the uh, manager and assistant, it's mad. They've, we've grown up with them since we were 11 years old as, as our like, coaches and stuff. And, and they're yeah. still the same. And they're literally the same today. Like, it's mad. Yeah, does, does, that, does that sort of time you've known them mean the boys behave themselves a bit better or, or does it go the other way? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, sure yeah, I don't know about that. But, um, <laughs> But no, we've, got some, we've got some characters oh, in the team. Yeah, yeah, you probably know a couple. Um, no, I definitely know one. <laughs> but no, they're great. They, they do keep me grounded and they, they kind of, I'll be honest, without them, it probably, probably would have happened. Like, I like to think that I initially got in touch with Steve and said, oh, would it be good if uh, we got the old boys back together? And he literally replied to me on Twitter and said, let's do it. And I thought, fuck this, let's just go. Like, yeah. I literally text everyone yeah. and we had we had a squad within a week because yeah. Steve was doing it. You know, that's 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 the... That's the sticking factor, yeah. you know. If That's Steve brilliant. weren't doing it at the start, I don't think it would have happened. And like, because obviously Steve come to St. Michael's with Ken, brought some of the boys over from Seven Acres to kind of saved us really. Um, but then it didn't really materialise any further. Like when he said, and like with this sporting club turns me nightly, it felt like we could go again. Yeah. And like, let's go and win a title. Let's go and win some cups. Obviously can't this year because of the pandemic, obviously. But hopefully next year we can win something together because... Yeah, we, it's, it's been really good just to see the boys again, just to play football. One head of a piss-up plan, then. Yeah, always. well, yeah, always, 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 always. <laughs> Is it, are you league Are you league title guys or are you a cup final 
What's what's your preference if you had to pick? If you had well, to pick... if you had to say it to Steve Reed, I reckon he'd be and like all Fennec and Skinner and all them, they'd definitely say cut, wouldn't they? Yeah, I think they'd, they'd... say cut. I'm, I'm I'm a bit of a league man, really. I think that your consistency. I think nothing's bigger than the league for me, unless maybe I think anything that's on par is maybe like a um, like a county cup because yeah. you're in a massive competition. But I do yeah. think the league is is that that pinnacle because I think you do yeah. it over a season rather than one off games. Because let's be honest. Obviously, it's hard to do, but you could have a couple of stinkers go through in the cup and still win it yeah. at the end of it. Whereas in the league, you have a couple of stinkers in this division, you ain't winning yeah. the league. Like, yeah. you ain't doing it. Well, we won both, didn't we? We won the, we won the league in the Kent Suburban League. We did win it. Um, and then we come over to the West Far. Yeah. Uh, we won a cup. Um, oh, was, yeah. that, was that the season with St. Michael's when there was a bit of controversy at the end of the season? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it, Andrew. <laughs> uh, very key player there. Um, yeah, we won the league. We the, like, went to the last game of the season against Baldwin at home. We beat them 5-0. Um, and then you come up on Twitter that apparently a player from GSA was saying that was weren't allowed to play and they got the points from that. And like we went mad as a club, right? And Scott and Alan Monday. And that's probably were, the beginning of the end as well. Yeah, that was the beginning of the end. We just thought and that and that's why when Westford contacted us to come over, and that's when we got the support. And yeah, Alan and Scott couldn't speak highly. Of yeah. Westfar, um, yeah. every time like, they come and watch us, Sporting Club Tennis United, they all know the boys. And every time they see a ref they know or a club we play against, oh, you are Alan and Scott. It's just, it's just that respect. Yeah. Yeah. And you just gain that in the Westfar League. I feel I just felt like in other leagues, you don't get that. You don't get that organization. You turn up, um, you pay your money and play. Yeah, like the emails you get, this is your ground, this is where you're playing, this is the referee. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Brilliant. That's what it needs to be on a Sunday morning, right? Especially if you're out. So hard enough. Exactly. Trying to turn up. But, yeah. Got teams forgetting to book pitches and that. And then, and then having to drive to Mottingham playing fields on a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. It still happens, boys. You know what I mean? The, the committee, the league committee at Westfar uh, can only do so much. And you can yeah, see can. teams moaning at them every week on social media. But most of it is out of their control. You know, they get everything organised fantastically yeah, well. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, you can't you can't really compensate for for teams or refs turning up late or or teams not in, informing people with this that and the other. You know, it's nothing to do with the committee. So uh, yeah. they take the shit that's, for everybody, but it's not. It's not that's, yeah, yeah. that's committees in both leagues as well. But it's, but you just want to be fair at the end of the day. And like that same Mark, both teams knew whoever won that on that day would win the league, and it weren't Baldwin's fault. And Steve, at all. Steve's quite pally with a lot yeah. of the committees known for years because well. he's been involved in Sunday League football, so he. He, he does know quite a few of them. We saw a couple of them pre-season over Hall Place and they were always friendly with us, you know. Um, I don't know him personally, but I know Steve Steve knows him and he, he's a man who's been around football for a long time and he does say they're a good committee, trust me. So, yeah. Nice one. So no regrets in Westford joining None West, at all. Westford None at all. None at all. No, no one really does. So massive, massive... Uh, Congratulations to the league. So, boys, there's no honours or successes yet. I'm not even going to ask you if anything you've done so far you would class as an honour or success. You've, you've probably played about 10, 15 games at, at the most at the moment. So we'll, we'll jump over that question. But aspirationally, where's the club looking to go in the, in the short term and long term future? Or is it just take it a season at a time and see where it goes? I think season at a time. We definitely want to get promoted. Obviously, we'd love to win the league, but let's be honest, there's some really tough teams in that senior league. Um, but yeah, promotion is key for us. Obviously, we want to be playing at the top level mm. and we had a look at the league, the top league, didn't we? we yeah. Thought, yeah. We could really mix in with that. Not saying we'd go there and win it. Of course not, but we could mix it. 
We've, yeah, we've played against a few of those teams over the years, and obviously teams change all the time on a Sunday. But you look at it and you go, it, there are a few what I would call scarier teams in that league, where oh, they've been yeah. around for a while. You know, you've got your big teams that are under the radar and stuff like that, Peckham. And you look at that and go, well, they've been quite established for a while. Because let's, let's not forget, although we've played together for a lot, we've come in, this is our first year back. So yep. in reality, we always said that our first year, that sounds really weird, should be the kind of the opening year. That should be the year back into it. And then you should hit the ground running. If we do well, I thought we'd hit the ground running. Yeah. And let's, let's be honest as well, if you need to bring in players, you win a league or go up to the top league, players are going to want to play for you. We play at yeah. good ground, you know what I mean? We've got Astro Turf. We've got, so we've got the 4G every week when we're at home. Games ain't going to be cancelled at our place. You know, no. we train on Astro Turf. We train with our reserves and shout out to them because they, they put on the training sessions and we join in with them because a lot of our boys play for the reserves um, on a Saturday. Yeah. So it's allowed us to split costs and also have training sessions all the time. So credit to them. But aspirationally short term, yeah, I'll be lying if I said I didn't want to win the league. I mean, it's in our hands at the moment. Yeah. So whilst it's in our hands, yeah. you're, you've, got to, you've got to want to win the league, you know? You've got some tough games coming up, though, yeah. that we need to make sure we turn up. Big, du- big two weeks. Big yeah, two big weeks. Two weeks. The double-headers are hard. Never agreed mm. with them, but I'm glad. It's better than nothing. Mm. I'm glad Westford got the season to continue. Yeah. Brilliant from them. So, obviously, yeah, we've got a couple of double-headers coming up, and they're going to be big. Well, we've right. got a couple of players that play at a good level on a Saturday, and they their season has just been kaput. And you, you look at it and you go... It's mad that like, a Sunday league has managed to get their season ongoing and, and clubs that are quite established have been cancelled. I know there's obviously more money and stuff involved and paying players and that. And it's a bit political, but you do think credit to the league for getting them on. The double headers are hard. Yeah. We've only got to play three. We've played one already. So we're probably in a better position than some, to be honest. And um, yeah, we can't com- can't complain after not having football for so long, you know. No. you got Blackfen this weekend. Who's the week yeah. after? Is it Royals? We got Burridge in a double header at home. Cool. Yeah, Tasty. back to the old home ground for Steve and the boys. Seven yeah. and Sid Cup used to play at Oxford Road. Yeah, we're there Sunday. Uh, that's where we are Sunday. So obviously that'd be a big game. And then there's Sid Get to play up. You get to play up that slope twice, then boys. No, we're, we're, yes. we've we've got we've got Black Fen at Oxford Road this week, single game. Oh, single game. Um, and then we've got Burridge double header at um, at SC Thamesmead the week after. Oh, nice. So you only got to do the slope once. In a couple of weeks, really. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> yeah, it's a big slope as well, isn't it? It's decent, yeah. We'll get into the fixtures in a bit where you get to do your predictions. Um, who's Anyone standing out as a decent rival for you, boys, so far this season? Oh, it's, it's probably, it is probably Burridge, isn't it? Really, like, we know, like, with they because we know a lot. Yeah, we just we know a few of them. They're, they've been around a while, obviously. And I, I speak to, like, Joel from them. He's, I know he's playing for them again. Yeah. Um, Good lad, I've known him for a long time. I played for the Raz back in the day, and he was what he was a couple of, only a couple of years older than me. But um, so I've known him for over 15 years. So we have a little bit of banter back and forth. Yeah. But yeah, it's more like a friendly rivalry, really. We 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 thought and hoped that Abbey Wood would be that rival, and, and unfortunately they're about to fold. And yeah. I know that they were struggling for players, so that that's that's a real shame. Um, and then Royals as well. They've they've done us this year. They're the only team to beat us in the league. Um, we can't wait to to kind of play the return fixture. If I know, if I know Jace, if I know Jace, uh, like I think I do, that will probably be your last game of the season, and he's going to save that as the as the title decider. I'm I not think sure. it is towards the end. You know, it's yeah. definitely towards. I think it's definitely last or second to last game. So what, what Jace does really well is that he'll he'll keep an eye on the table, so he'll cast all the first rounds of games, and then he'll wait to see who's emerging as the 
as a title favourite. So then you'll see that those, that those teams will start playing each other towards the end of the season. So uh, hopefully you can avoid injuries and all that, because that is going to be uh, yeah. one hell of a game. Two teams going all guns 100%. in the senior division. I think we need three officials for that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Towards the end of the season, obviously, when games start running out, there'll be avail there'll be availability. Yeah. So, interesting, uh, interesting games. Uh, if not you, then from the senior, um, who do you think? I've changed this question. Not who would you like, because too many people were giving their mates' teams a shout out. Um, yeah. Who do you think will win the league? That's got to be half. I think it would be Royals. Yeah, yeah I think they're, they're a good team. A close second. Like, yeah, yeah. FC Royals. Got a lot, a lot of pace, haven't they? When a lot of pace. I didn't play in that game, but obviously coming to watch. Yeah, the they, they they know. I spoke to the manager after, and he, he said like, we know you got a few boys out. He said, and he said as well, we're really looking forward to the return game. They can't say um, any bad words about them. Really, it was a no. played at Meridian on that that absolutely glorious pitch that you know. And um, don't talk to me about Meridian. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, we we had a little bit of a drink after, a little beer, and was just chatting, and and we said we can't wait for that game, and we. He said, like, you're good side in that. And we know that we'll both be up there. So, like you say, good that it's coming towards the end. But I think, yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be between us three, I think. But I, I think that, I, I do think that it would be rules, if not. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've got win the cup in here, but I'm going to knock that question out because we've got no, we've got no cup fixtures to play. Who do you think are going to be the basement boys in the senior? Oh, do you know what? It's really tough because you, you look at the league, right? And if I was just to look at the league, you, you, you'd probably, unfortunately, we played them yesterday, but you'd, have, you'd, you'd say Woolwich 90. And we were speaking yesterday, we played them. And do you know what? It was a dry pitch. And I mean, it made Meridian look watered. And um, <laughs> it was honestly, Mottingham playing fields, I'm sure you'll know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, it was there last I felt like week. I was playing in the car park. But yeah. um, honestly, like, we played against Woolwich 90 yesterday. And I just want to give them a bit of a credit because they, they've got a lot of young players. They've got a lot of pace. I genuinely think they're probably missing. If they had a, if they had a goal scorer, I kid you not. If they had a goal scorer and a good centre half, I actually think they would they would beat a lot of teams. But they're just missing that kind of those key bits because the manager's a nice bloke. They've got a nice bit of support around them, and they for a long part of the game yesterday, we only kicked into gear in the last twenty minutes, didn't we? Yeah, we were too old. Yeah, it was too old with about twenty minutes to go, and then luckily we we decided let's actually start playing football, and we beat them six two. But yeah. Big shout-out to uh, Tony Ecuador who got four goals on his birthday weekend. Good Finishing player. up with, a, finishing up with a, a solo effort and a lob over the goalkeeper's head. Yeah. He's a real good player, Tony. I've, I've, I've watched him from the Sid Cup, the Seven yeah. Acre and Sid Cup days. Always been a good player. Always been a good player. Real good midfielder uh, for them back in the day. Um, so, who's the best opposition that you faced so far this season? It is in, all, a tough in, all, one with... in all competitions. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, we we lost to SC Moon, didn't we? Oh. Um, that's probably our worst performance ever. Like we just could not score. Uh, they got it done, though, didn't they? They got you it done, mean? SC Moon. So fair play, but yeah, we just weren't at the races at all. Everything. Yeah, I mean, went it, off it, target. But uh, you got to say SC Royals. Yeah, you would say Royals because I mean, even though we were missing players and we can't keep going on, we're missing players because we had a squad there. So you know what I mean? You can't you can't sit there and go, oh, we had eleven because we didn't. We had a squad there, but um, it was a shame that that was so early in the season when we were having a few kind of problems and stuff like that. But they probably were as well, to be honest. But they they kind of tested us the most because they were so physical. In like we're we're, I'll be honest, we're more of a footballing side. You know, we played an Astro Surf. Yes, we've got players that can run. Don't get me wrong. But we like to pop it around and stuff. And 
on that day, it just wasn't really that possible, you know, and, yeah. and they did us with the pace, the power. I was really impressed with them. We've obviously not played Burridge yet, and I've heard good things about Falconwood as well, being a young side that likes to try and play. So got quite a few good ones in the mix that we still need to play, but you'd probably have to say still it'd be Royals. Yeah. Nice. I did I did FC Royals against Falconwood first game of the season at mm. um at Falconwood at the Harris Academy or every I forget what the school's called now. It was called something yeah. else when I was younger. Um and that was a brilliant game. Probably the best game I've done so far this season, and it was the first game, sadly. Um yeah. but yeah, it's a it's a great league and uh, Burridge Blues yesterday. Uh you're gonna mm. have to you gotta work on your hands uh keeping Danny Phillips quiet in the game. Uh, as you say, Joel, Joel West, Joel Weston, um, has got really good movement up front. They've got uh, solid defence, and they've Especially got. Especially now good... he's had his haircut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was so proud of himself. He put it on social media, <laughs> wasn't he? <laughs> um, they got a good goalkeeper. So I mean, they're good all over the park. Uh, Burridge Blues. They're not there by. They're not there by fluke. Um, obviously, yeah, no, Michael Power didn't play yesterday. That would have made it an even tougher day for. Uh, Black Fen, so he's, I think he's what he's what I call their Fennec. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, but yeah, I mean, he's a he's a, an unreal player, a non-league legend at a very high level. Um, Michael Power. So, yeah. Burridge Blues are no joke. Um, it'll be an excellent game between you guys. Yeah. Um, who, what's been your favourite game so far this season? The first game back when we played Black Fen and Erie. Oh, because we got because obviously it's our who's going to be tipped to win the league and stuff. And obviously, like, you see the team sheets. Everyone's like, yeah, you boys, Royals, Burridge, Blackfin, Duchess of Kent. It's big, big league. Big league. And we thought, oh, Blackfin and here, if I knew... Just ripped it. Yeah, I knew some of the boys from there. I've played with them before. Yeah. Yeah, we just turned up. Like, I love it as well. On the Astro turf, just our first game back and just that winning and just having Stephen Kent on the side. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah. It was a vibe. It was, it was a good vibe. And I mean, it was funny, wasn't it? Because like, I remember speaking to Fennec, and he probably won't mind me saying this, but he weren't enjoying pre-season a lot when I was speaking to him. Yeah. And I said to him, mate, you're someone that you'll score and you just won't stop scoring, which which ended up happening. And I think you got an attrick in that first game, didn't he? Yeah. I think you got an attrick in the first game. And I just said to him, like, what I say to you, it will click. and Because he's someone that will always score goals, you know? And and mm. he weren't, I don't think he was enjoying pre-season and... Um, and then just started smashing it and just started rattling goals in left, right, and centre. And he's still our top goal scorer. I think Tony's closing a little bit because he's he's had a cut. I think he's had two games where he's got four goals. So yeah. it kind of distorts the figures a bit. <laughs> yeah, just because the third, because the first game back yeah. and seeing all the boys again, real competitive. Big game. win as well. Big win. Big win. Big win. And they have a good side back feeling if we'll have another tough game with them this weekend. Yeah. So, but yeah, that would probably be the most enjoy the most enjoyable just to get back. But obviously, you can't that nine 0 against Abu Dhabi. Yeah. That was. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I think that, I think they kind of, I think we really turned up for the Abbeywood game. We thought, like, to be fair, I know that they were struggling getting players together and it probably weren't their, what they would be their usual side, you know. Yeah. But because we turned up and we thought we've got to go at these because this has been deemed as the rivalry and it literally was just bang, bang, bang. And I think in the end, I think it got called 10 minutes early, didn't it? Yeah, I think it did. 10 yeah. minutes early and we were 9-0 up. So I think it just got a bit funny with the players. I think, I think unfortunately, it's, it seems like don't know what was going on behind the scenes, but you don't want to feel like you put the nail in the coffin for some of those boys, but you've just got to do what you do on a day, ain't you? Yeah. And, and we were gay because we know a couple of them. And obviously we have Thamesby and Abbey Wood, we're neighbours, you know? So we, mm. we were sad to hear that they'd, they'd had to fold, you know? Very sad. They're a good, they're a good little team. And uh, as you say, you don't know what goes on um, behind, no, exactly. 
behind them that you only see what they put out on social media. But, you know, they were a good side. And on their day, they'll give anyone a tough game. And obviously a 9-0 um, points to something that, I mean, you were brilliant on the day by the sound of it, but they obviously uh, say it's gone awry there. Uh, so on to the, the teammates section now, before we get back to um, some more football-related <laughs> questions. This is your opportunity to give the lads a bit of shit while they're not in your ear roll, uh, telling you telling you what to say. Group chat will be pinging off after this. Oh, I know. I'll wait till I hear it tomorrow. <laughs> Who's got the worst banter at Sporting Club Thames Mid-90? Oh, what a question. Ken Townsend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I know that... You know what? We love Ken and obviously I'm, I'm a gooner and he's a, he's a Spurs fan, so don't help, but... Uh, the Arsenal Tottenham band is brilliant. That's why we say Ken. He he loves Tottenham I've, so I've much. I've never seen I've never seen someone put so many videos, yeah, like funny why. videos in the um in the group chat. And sometimes you're like, leave it out, Ken. Like, mate, like, I'm, I'm at work and I've got 15 messages from Ken. <laughs> like, love him to bits. But love him to bits. Yeah, but the only reason why because of them videos in the group chat. Some of them a bit questionable as well, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ken, Ken and he's he. Ken he needs probably, to I'll probably get a video because of this now. <laughs> Arsenal and Spurs, by the way, scumbags. Oh, mate, honestly, I've, don't, I'm, a, I'm a season ticket holder and I'm devastated, mate. So it's going to be absolutely uh, devastated. I think I might just start supporting scumbags. Well, United. Yeah, come to Ira, you, can, United. you can come to Era from Belvedere with me next season if you want, Ronnie. Uh, <laughs> worst dressed at Sporting Club tends to be 90. Oh, oh, the thing is about these questions, like, obviously, we haven't had the changing room, so like, obviously, due to the pandemic, to do all this stuff. If someone, if someone dresses badly, then you boys would have seen it by now. With your, yeah, I mean, I've, yeah. I've known a few of them for years. <laughs> I mean, on, I've, I've seen, I've seen old Dave Reeve in a couple of questionable <laughs> tracksuit bottoms. I, I will, I've been bigging him up a bit, so I will just say that, like, I'll just pull it out there. He's a little bit different because Tony. He's, I feel like he's a little bit grunge these days. He's got like he's got a Ragnar Lofbrook beard going on, and you might see a few. I don't know. I, I, like I could imagine him rocking up with a tap out hoodie. You know what I mean? He'll <laughs> <laughs> probably kill me for that. But you give yeah, it like to I Tony. said, you don't get a chance to see as much. But I know that yeah. myself and Masha, we do love a flat cap, don't we? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We've always got the grand. They've got to turn up in the kit, and then obviously we all just go home in the kit. But but they'd, yeah, I think they'd be the yeah, they'd be the two. I think yeah. <laughs> Sort it out, boys. Who's the biggest moaner on the pitch? I don't have uh, enough to answer. I know that one. No, no, you, you probably think it's Fennick, but I don't, yeah, think, I don't think he is. I don't Lucky think it's Fennick. No. We've got um, a few to be fair. We've got a few. Oh, Matt Reader. Matt oh, Reader. My God. Loves he, a moan. He moans it himself, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he'd have an argument <laughs> with himself in a telephone box, to be honest. But um, <laughs> Aaron Jeffrey? Aaron Jeffrey, Taz, yeah, he loves a moan. Um, Fennick obviously He's loves so a moan. I, I, don't, I don't even think I'd put Fennick in the top three, though. I think Jamie Williams up there as well. No, you know what, as well, though, that, that's that himself, Jamie Yeah, he moans it himself. He loves playing well. You know what the funny thing is, as well? These are boys that they just want to win. They that's demand, like, so they demand so much. But sometimes you feel like, drop me out, mate. I'm, I can't even run down the line at the moment. <laughs> but they, they demand <laughs> so much. But they sometimes you think, fucking hell, put a sock in it, man. But, yeah. but they know they get told, and at the end of the games, as you say, back yeah, on the booze. Not, yeah. <laughs> In the pub, they're not mine, are they? It's just oh, on that pitch. Just on the pitch yeah. <laughs> as long as it stays there, you need them. As you say, you need those people to give kick up the asses when it's when it's oh, required. Yeah, and yeah, and you mentioned yeah. a few players there that that play that have played or play at a good level or yeah, manage, all, or manage at a good level. Players. So yeah, you know top, they top know top what's players. required. My Billy Skinner, but that he moans in the right ways, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You need them players to g you up. But like you say, you've just named like five top players yeah, <laughs> so exactly. that just says it all didn't it without yeah. them we'd be fucked <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> exactly um, 
Who's got the worst taste in music? I don't know, really. I, I think let's have a little think. I think uh, I know that um, I know that Jamie Masher is a bit. He likes a little bit of like your uh, indie and stuff. I was never really big on like the indie. John stuff. Woodcock. John Woodcock. What's he like? What's he? <laughs> I think he's got a weird taste in music. I can imagine, it? yeah. I can imagine. We've had, we've had stories of people putting Westlife on in changing rooms and all that, all that gear. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. The Welling Park, a few of the Welling Park boys do that on the Saturday. Yeah, up man. the park, Ronan Pumphy, <laughs> definitely. I can, I, can imagine, I can imagine Tony Eck putting a bit of slipknot on or something as well, like with that beard. I just, I can just imagine a bit of slipknot and I'd probably walk in and feel like, what the fuck is going on? Two red but, cards like, in the first 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Like, like, please take him off, but he can't take, can't when he scores four no, goals. But no, you can't. But no, I think, um, yeah, Jamie loves a bit of indie. I know that when we were younger, I, I know that him and his, his younger brother were like, addicted to the script. Oh, blimey. That's yeah, not like, indie, that's pop music. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Back, back then they called it indie, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. they tried to pass it off as indie. I think, yeah. you know, I could feel like he'd, he'd probably be dancing around to Shawadi Wadi or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, but... Tony yeah, Hill and, and Daniel Page probably listen to some weird music. Whatever they listen to, they probably listen to it together. Yeah, yeah. definitely listen to it together. That's for sure. Okay, boys. Not so much, not so relevant at the moment, but who's the longest in the shower? And you I can take that. With... <laughs> I've played for this team for a while. I know who's the longest in the shower. Uh, he's in there for ages and he's a massive moaner and one of your best mates, Andrew. <laughs> so, Ben? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, he, don't, he stays in there for ages, mate. Okay. <laughs> say no more. Say no more. I mean, when you're six foot four, it probably takes a long time to wash and stuff, I suppose, isn't it? He's a big lad, you know? <laughs> uh players player so this one this isn't for me this it, obviously this some people take this as their best player but this is someone that i sort of i aim this towards someone who leads by example while i'm off the pitch um does bits for the club that that type of person so all rounder really um on and off the pitch who, who's yeah, well, that for you boys i'm gonna jump in without ronnie here we wouldn't have got the club going so big, like obviously Ronnie and Steve got the club going together to get all the boys together yeah. and play. So just shit on the pitch. After, <laughs> yeah. like, Brilliant off it. If, if you had to say <laughs> someone on the pitch, probably Tony Eck. Like yeah, I mean, four goals yesterday. Like you'll always get hundred percent from him. I've played with him since, like I say, since I was eleven, and like we we played on the same flank. I was I was a right winger at that time, and he was the right back. Now he plays further forward. But no matter where he's played and what he's, he's always given like hundred percent. Like yeah. when we were younger, he was always the one that would run the most. Do you know what I mean? He was always he'd run for everything, and he just got better and better and better. Not not to say he was a bad player, but he, because of that, he just constantly improved himself. Yeah. And like everyone loves Tony, and one player I will give a shout out to as well. He doesn't. He's not able to play really. He had a really terrible injury um, quite a oh, few yeah. years ago. Literally, like. Didn't the, think he'd be able to play it all, all again. Boys love him, didn't they? Yeah, like he's a fan. He, he's like a player's favourite. Everybody loves him. Always has a ch- little shout out to Jamie Mashar because he's there every week and he always will say to Steve, listen, I'll kit up and if you desperately need me, I'll give you like 10, 15 minutes. And he has scored a couple of goals oh, as well. A couple, well, couple, of, he's couple of bangers as well. And he's a yeah. great player, but he knows that he's, he's had that injury, but he's also happy to help out and he'll always be in the bar after. Just a lovely bloke, you know, and and we've known him, we've known the family for years. He would he would be someone that I'd say over the years has been universally liked by everyone, and you don't get that a lot. No, yeah, no, I certainly don't. Definitely not being a ref. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you need those characters. They're brilliant. Who's the unsung hero? Is Jamie? Does does he fit into that category? Or have you got someone else? Yeah, I think so. I think because of the fact that he knows he's not gonna. 
going to play a lot by his own by his own accord. You know, I think Steve would probably like to play him more than he'd, he'd, he'd trust himself at the moment. But like like you say, he's he's always there. Um, yeah, I, I, he would be the unsung hero. I think he, he I think he does a lot more than he realizes, um, and I think a lot more people kind of really appreciate having him around. Probably like I say. Probably more than he actually realizes, he actually gives out, if you know what I mean, to the team. Yeah, yeah. top man. You need these people in Sunday league football and Definitely. grassroots football. So, congratulations on that one. It's nice to give recognition to these people because often it's yeah. just, as you say, Tony Eck bagged four yesterday, Fennec bags in bags every week anyway. Um, anyone that does it regularly on the pitch often gets their recognition, but. Um, people involved in the club don't really get shout outs they deserve so well done on that one boys big big on that massively um, right some more grassroots related questions um, what do you think the league are doing well to develop and support grassroots football I think the um, I think they've started to really boost up their social side haven't they I think oh, it's yeah, quite massive. good like, I, I, can, I can come on Twitter and they've kind of because they've led by example I think that they they almost force clubs into let's let's get a bit out there, you know. Let's let's yeah. get a little bit out there. And I can honestly, I'll, I'll say I'll be about to drive home sometimes. I haven't even left the grounds, and I can go on Twitter and I know some of the results That's already. Yeah. yeah, because the teams have, have made that community, and I think Westford have kind of started that. I think Mike's really helped out with that this year, um, to my knowledge. I don't know the ins and outs, but I know that he's come in and done quite a bit of that. And I think as well, it's just the um, the amount of communication, the level of communication is always good. Like, you know where you stand. If you've got a problem, they'll sort it out for you. We had a, a couple of registrations when we brought in a couple of players early in the season and they pushed a couple through for us because we were like, right, we need this player signed and they helped us out, okay? And I think that it's easy to say things like that because in one sense, you go, well, that's what they should be doing. Yeah. But they do it to a level where it's, it's kind of beyond what you'd expect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think some of the hours that they put in are ridiculous. Oh. Oh, um nice. So you got to take her off. You know, the expectation is that you get a player signed in a week. But I know if you got it, if you went there with a couple of days left, sort of to get the player in, then they would they would push the boat to to help you out. Yeah, massive just, on that. It's just unfortunate that a huge rival of ours growing up plays in the Alpine District um, League. Who's that? Uh, Blendon. Are you mates with Blendon? Yeah, I spoke to Bygraves when we got back into it and he said he'd love a game at some point. Some of those boys have played for us back in the day and some of them we played against when they were at Bromley as youth and stuff like that. So really good bunch of lads. We, we try and keep in touch with them, like the Armfield brothers and stuff like that. Really, really good side as well. They're a fantastic side. We'd love to get a, get a game, even if it's friendly with him. You know? Yeah, you can sort that easily. That's the good thing about social media. Yeah, uh, if yeah. you haven't, you can sort your pre-season out in about 15 minutes, just putting oh, your dates out good. there and it gets we done. Did, I think we actually did, really. When we had the, well, when yeah. we had the pre-season this year, I put it out there and I think four teams took took games straight away. Yeah, well, some teams do it about six months early, don't they? You don't yeah. need to do it that early because no. like, no. teams are going to drop out. Things change. Like, now, things yeah. change, obviously. But yeah, like, but the answer to the question, organisation, leadership as well. They lead by example, the league, don't they? Like, yeah. They expect that from every single club and obviously referees as well. Without all that together, you can't have a league. No. Right. So just the yeah. difference in having a ref. Like I know like I know that leagues tend to be weighted towards the top, so we might not see as much as everyone. But we've always had a ref. And like obviously I've not, I've been away for Sunday League for a while. I, I don't remember that being the case. You know, you go, oh, bloody hell, we've got to get so and so's dad's got a ref it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all of a sudden the game is a yeah. different game. So yeah. like getting the refs and stuff, and I know that they, they do a lot in regards to that. And I saw a few things yesterday. And um, 
honestly, with the refs and that, I think they I think they do a fantastic job to source because let's be honest, you'll know this more than anyone, Andrew. It's not a fucking easy job, is it? No, no especially not. on a Sunday league. It's not, and I can tell you what, Dave Hooker won't look at the Prem games as a priority over anything. He'll, he'll no, he look doesn't. At, He'll look at there's 50 games. There's a, if there's 100 teams in the league, that means yeah. there's 100 games. There's 100 teams, 50 games, and he'll look mm. at every single one of them. He'll want 100% coverage yeah. on every single game. And I know if a game isn't filled late in the week, I know we'll be making all sorts of calls to London FA or other leagues to try and help find the ref to get them registered so they can referee on the league. So yeah. I know Dave will look at the whole league as his, as his thing and. Um, I think that's why when he feels like he gets criticised um, on social media, I think that's why he's so defensive because the amount of hours that he puts into it is, yeah, ast- yeah. is astronomical and, and clubs maybe need to understand that a little bit. If a referee makes an individual mistake in your game, that, that's not on Dave Hooker. That's, you know, people make mistakes. A player will, yeah. will shank a shot or misplace a pass. A referee might give a throw-in. I mean, that's the biggest thing that players lose their heads about is a throw-in on the halfway line. If, it, if they don't oh. go their way, you know, players <laughs> lose their heads and um, none of it's easy. Playing, being involved in football is hard. It's, it's, it's a sport. It's a competition. Um, and as I say, Dave um, will, make, will see it as his job to make sure every single game is covered on a weekend. Yeah. And that'll be, his, that, if he does that, that will be job done for him. That's why he takes it so personally when refs have got rubbish admin and don't tell him that they're not available or yeah, if, no, team, if teams don't contact the ref and they don't turn up and then he gets it in the ear roll, it's not really Dave's fault. So he takes it personally because he cares. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's course. what people need to realise. So, boys, where do we need to improve in Sunday football? I think pitches. Like, yeah. It's just not like obviously the it's league. The same, the same thing again, isn't it? And like, like I saw sort of hold the other day. Do you want more grass pitches or do you want some Astro pitches? Tell you what, I'll hold I'll hold grass pitches. Tell you what, I want. I want a bit of water on yeah, the Yeah, you know what I mean? the grass pitches to be looked looked after nice, like Meridian used to be lovely, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, used to be. Yeah, and it's then lost, nah. a, lost a certain fellow. You know what I mean? Yeah, what a guy as well. What but they, um, do you know what? As well, this what annoys me, right? Because when you have got these grounds that have been, let's be be honest, they've been sitting there derelict really for a few months, right? You would have had an opportunity there to almost have like a like get the grass back to a reasonable standard. I'm not talking about Graham Wembley. I'm talking about we played on Sunday and I was just happy to have a game. But really, when you look at it, mate, there was patches all over this pitch that didn't even have any grass on it. Yeah. I, said, I said to you, you know, I came off the pitch. It was so dry. I kid you not. Made a tackle. Didn't even realise. Came off. Because my hand had hit the floor. It was so dry. But it just cut all my knuckles open mm. on the pitch. That's how dry it is. You know what I mean? You're getting blistered up every week, and yes, 4G everywhere would be amazing. But obviously, the money for that is is ridiculous. But really, just want a pitch that's got reasonable amount of grass on it and a bit of water. You know, yeah, teams want to play on grass, don't they? At the end of the day, oh, but yeah. the 4Gs are there available. So. You can obviously have them. Especially we're not we're not getting any younger. Do you know what I mean? Like obviously, our 4Gs like I can't. It's it's nice to play on, you know. But there's nice some that are it. not as much. But obviously, like the older ones. But yeah, really, pitches, pitches. and I mean. But again, that's obviously like you say, that is out of the league's hand. That's that's not something the league can do. Um, they might be able to help you with ideas and stuff like that. But I think as a Sunday league in general, that would be the consensus, as you say, from a lot of clubs, I'd imagine. They'd have, the league, the league can can only speak to their county that they're affiliated yeah. to and say, you know, come on, like is there any is there any um, money or grants or is there anything the teams can apply for? Um it's a shame because all it would take is a is a role 
some water and and cut the grass to make these pitches ten times better already. And that ain't yeah. a lot. It's not a lot of work and it's not a lot of money. Um, I just worry that teams are getting the Mickey taken out of them by some of these venues. Uh, personally, um, you know, some grounds have been the way they are now forever and they'll never change. And they're the grounds that teams have to use because they're the sort of last resort places yeah. that always seem to have pitches available. Um, but some some grounds that used to be good that are no longer uh, good, that's a massive disappointment that, that grounds managed to get themselves up there and highly regarded by players and refs and everybody and that they've let themselves um, dilapidate so much that they're not enjoy they're no longer enjoyable to go to that's a shame but it is what it is um yeah as i say i'm i'm more worried about the teams having to pay the money they're paying for substandard um facilities mm. um it's sad it's hard these these double bankers are are made harder not because of the extra half an hour that you play in because the pitches that you're doing it on um, i yeah. think we could all we could all get through 120 minutes if it's a cup game that goes through extra time then we can all get through that. But when you're doing it on rock hard ground, um, it's a different ball game. Different, it batters your body and there's a lot of injuries that are going to be um, about at the end of the season. So hopefully all the players can get there in the end. So this is the open forum question. This is just your last section, just to say your thank yous to people that have helped you um, get through to where to get the club going again and to get where you are today. Yeah, I mean, we've got a few because I'll be honest, we we were really blown away by the support that we got early doors. I mean, a few people that we know like um, that helped us out with sponsors, and there was there was there was four um, really that came in, and our main sponsor was JWMOT. You might see I put out on the Twitter before. That's uh, Josh Wainwright. It's a brother of um, one of our players, Jordan. That a lot of us have grown up knowing him for years. Yeah. He gave us um, a massive sponsorship. We've got him on the home shirt. You know, he's, he's really involved, happy to kind of help out further as well, he said. Um, he's, he's a local boy from Thamesmead. He was a he was a super bike racer on world level. So Bloody he's up. kind of, yeah, and he's got he's got a couple of garages himself now. And he, he, he said to me, I, I saw him on the Thames. I was cycling down with his brother and he, he, we, we bumped into him and he said, I, I, I'd love to help because it's like my community kind of thing. So that really, that really kind of touched me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you got PJ Dunbar, the building services. They're good pals with uh, our manager Steve. They came in and, and did the away kit as well. Um, really helped us out with with that, and we obviously that made it a lot easier for us getting a couple of new kits in. Yeah. We had um, one bus stop uh, from our old player um, Mitchell Furbin. He, he, we've got him on the back of the shirt. It kind of is nice because his logo fits around the uh, the numbers. That's why it looks like a, a Caesar reef around the numbers. But that's from him. He's got he's got a like private hire company and stuff and. Uh, friend of the club still we still chat to him a lot and then yeah I just want to give a thank you to uh, a man called Jordi Al uh, a lot of people will know him he's he's helped us out he's he's a character that probably probably will probably give me a slap for the shout out <laughs> but he, does, yeah, he deserves it he's one of those old old characters you know he's always always in the club after games he comes and watches us when he when he can and spoke to him at the weekend and he said like he wants to get back and watch us and He's a real fan of Steve as well as all the boys. He's known us for years. Some people like Adam much longer than me. But I'll also, I, I do want to shout out um, Adam Monday and Scott Monday as well because uh, they they help out. We, we drink down St. Michael's Church Club where we were based out of when we were St. Michael's. We still yeah. drink down there. And it's basically a few mates. It's a tiny little bar off a church, but we love it because it's just us and a few of the old boys, you know, and 
it's, it's just it's just a great vibe yeah, isn't everyone it? And then, down there yeah thanks to everyone yeah. down there for like obviously opening up for us after games obviously yes they pub pub garden was great the weather was lovely after a victory that's what you want but yeah it's just thanks to yeah. everyone coming and down actually, here and watching I, I, us yeah i nearly forgot as well um I know that she's probably doing a lot more behind the scenes than I know about, but Christine Reader, Steve's wife, back in the day, you had um, to mention her. I know she would do a lot of admin. She knows I call, I've always called her the Duchess, but like I know that she's probably helping Steve out of a lot of the admin because I've, I've spoke to her when we've sorted stuff out where it's gone online. Um, and yeah, she's probably as pleased as anyone that we're, we're all back together, you know, and uh, yeah, and if anyone I've missed, I'm sorry. Tony <laughs> X mum's always there. Tony, done well. Tony, Tony X mum, every single game, <laughs> always there. Biggest supporter, big shout out, yeah. Who washes yeah. the kit? We take them home ourselves. Oh, dear. <laughs> Very modern. Yeah. You have to You have to at the moment with COVID yeah. anyway, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd probably, one, we've got a couple of teachers in the team, so we'd probably be able to wash them in the old like school laundry, laundry bit and that, so... That don't tell the head school. teachers. Yeah, don't yeah. tell your teachers. You've been nicking washing powder <laughs> off the school. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, if, if I've missed anyone, sorry, but there's loads, too many to name, really. We've probably named a lot already in the, in the cause world directly with the club. But cannot help it. And everyone on social media that's kind of liked to our posts, we get the first team share a lot of stuff and they've, they've actually put us in the programme. They gave us a segment. It's nice that they're looking at Sunday league teams because let's be honest, a few Saturday teams probably don't pay any attention to their, their no. Sunday teams, you know? And they, no, they know do, Lee. so it's great. I know Lee. I've known him. Well, I don't know him. I don't speak to him anymore, but I've known him. And whenever we bump into each other, uh, Lee's a top a top bloke, a proper bloke, in fact. And yeah. uh, he's big on that club. And the, the job he's done has been massive. They've got a nothing budget. Um, he's done a really good job overall with the club. Um and I know that he would care. He cares about all of the teams with the with the club's yeah. name on it. So uh, Lee deserves a massive shout out as well. So well done. And a shame uh, the season got halted because the first team, who I managed by one of our players, Aaron, were yeah. absolutely flying. So they were doing really, really well. Yeah, they were looking good, weren't they? Some good, yeah. some good players. And uh, no, they were looking good. Uh, sadly, uh, Scaffold won season curtailed yeah. uh, for them. Let's get on with your predictions. Thank you for answering all the questions. Now this is the bit. <laughs> Where you could make yourself look like a bit of a dickhead, lad. So, uh, everybody I, spoke to me about these earlier. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> well, I, get, I, I don't to, wanna. That's a get confirmed. I don't want to get involved. I yeah. uh, I lost heavily to Gibbs this week. I've had a pretty good season on the predictions, but I lost. I think it was six three or seven three or something to Gibbs this week. So, did, he, did, he, did he pull out a bigger big mic check for that one? He did. He, he, he's, you'll hear it when you listen back. But he's been up since half four. It was a bit of a tired mic check on his on his recent uh, <laughs> on his recent uh, attempts. Right. So games of the week, four games yeah. chosen. Uh, one one includes your game. Obviously, we oh, always right. do. We always do that with the guests. They get to yeah. predict their own game. Um, so we'll start off with that one. Sporting Club Thamesmead ninety against. Blackfen and Erif on that slope. <laughs> on, the slope. on the slope. Um, and this is a ninety-minute game, isn't it? This isn't a yes, one-off. Yeah, one-off game. Okay. I've gone. Uh, I've gone three-one to us. Okay. I've gone three-one to us. I mean, I know they gave they gave Burridge a tight game. From what I'm hearing, they may have signed a couple of players, um, which is bound to happen anyway. And I, I don't begrudge anyone doing that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, 
we played them early in the year, so they've had time to bed in as well. And I mean, we, we put five past them in the first game. Adam is um, properly ducking out of this one, by the way. Isn't he? Let, <laughs> he's he's saying, well, I know so, if I used to play for Covenant, I, I know Joe Townsend really well. And, um, um, and they're, they're a tough yeah, side. I, mean, I, I don't like saying, oh, yeah, we're going to win and then we end up losing. I hate that. Here's the thing, yeah. Here's <laughs> um, the thing as well. I mean, we... We were terrible. That first week back, I think a lot of teams struggled. We used to beat Royals drop points, Burry's drop points, we drop points. And I just think that now we've had two games under our belt. Some of us may play like midweek charity and stuff. Big shout out to Jamie Leggett, who's I'm getting involved with his charity side. Yeah, and nice um one. yeah, and they 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 um I feel like we're a little bit more bedded in now. And I think like it's a good it's kind of a good good time for us to play each other. But they are a good side. They've got some really good players. But I thought they were the Knicks ain't yesterday. But then obviously, yeah, we hope they would. Had Eleven men. You know, Look, like... it, the first game was very tight, as you'll as you'll hear. But um, Burridge came out in the second game, scored within a minute. Keeper, oh, keeper, very dis- will be disappointed. And then keepers rushed out and taken their keep their striker out oh. outside the box. Oh, is that what the eleven was? Yeah, that was down to ten, wasn't it? Yeah, so um, oh, it was it was a struggle for Blackfield. I mean, they played really well with ten against. The, I mean, try and get Danny Phillips off the ball is it's impossible. Oh, no. And yeah, uh, no. sticks to him like glue. He's played, unreal. Played a few times and watched him play. I went and yeah. watched the Saturday reserves. He was playing for Old Roan, I think, in a yeah. in a in a friendly. I think he was there because I saw Joel and that there, and he was just getting some minutes. And he's, he's always been a good player. Yeah. What was the What was the prediction then, boys? Three one. Uh, yeah. Three one. Three one to us. We're going to go. Hopefully. I'd- Adam's jumped in now. He was so yeah, far. Going, he was, you got me confident. He was sitting so far back a minute ago. He went blurry. I know. He's fainted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is Granite against Albington Eagles. Now, I think this might be a double banker. If it's not, if it is a double banker, then we just mean the, the game one. So just give us your predictions. Oh, I, think, I think it is a single because I checked, I was looking at their uh, their past results and I think they've played them and beat them 8 0 in the season. Yeah. Already. So. I kind of, I do think it'll be looking at them in the league. They're right at the top. Um, I've heard they've got a few young players because my little brother actually, I think he knows a couple of them because he's talking about joining them, and he's a couple of years younger than me. So I think they're, I think they've got a younger squad. I could be wrong, um, and I just think with the weather warming up, I know it sounds funny. I still think they'll get a big win. Yeah. But I've kind of curtailed my, uh, <laughs> I've gone down a bit from eight, and I've, I've actually put my neck on the line and said they'll win five nil. Five nil. Albuquerque Eagles not having a brilliant time of it this season. No, that's what I was, I was looking at. They they seem to have not not done too well, and also no. not really scored a lot of goals. Not really for their standard. I mean, they've always yeah. scored goals, but they're leaking them as well this season. Yeah. Uh, good team uh, over the last few years or a couple of years as a, as Albuquerque Eagles reserves, but now they've yeah. become the first team. It's not going so well. Um, five, you're going five nil to Granite, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right, next one is Eltham Lions against Welling Park Spartans. Do you know what? It's a bit funny because you you play for the, the Saturdays. Yeah, I played for the Saturdays at Welling Park. So I thought the Spartans were doing really well till when you looked at the league. Um, yeah, I've been told they're, they're quite good. And I think I played against them last year for Abbey Mead. And they're a good side. But I think Eltham Lions are... They were, when I looked at their the league, they were doing pretty well. And they, 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 they be close. Yeah, it says on their thing that they've got like... It's weird. It says in their thing. I, I, I thought again. I thought they're, they're a younger side, aren't they? To my knowledge, they've got a few younger boys, Elton and they seem too. to be flying a little bit. And I looked at Welling. I thought they're struggling, and uh, I've gone three-one in that one as well to to the home team. Yeah, that's why I can't go against Welling Park. 
Sean Perfect would kill me. <laughs> so you're going <laughs> free <laughs> <It's> Saturday. <laughs> yeah, he won't let me play. So you're going free one, free one to Spartans, are you, Ronnie or Elton? No, I'm going. I'm going free one to Elton. He, he, okay. He's disagreeing because he wants to play on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I might be refereeing you. Actually, you've got Southeast Athletic, haven't you? Yeah, it's a big rivalry, isn't it? We've yeah, it is a big one from the Bromley. Big one and, for us, isn't yeah. it? We've been together throughout all the years. Is that yeah. Kim Lexington, Michael? So, no, no. But no, it's a big rivalry, us and Southeast. Um, obviously, some of their boys have left now, but we're still got the core of it at Wenning Park. We're all mates. So, yeah, it should be a good game Saturday. Hopefully, the pitch ain't dry. Just watch out for some some left wingers, mate, because some of them like to go to ground a little little too easy. Sometimes I know, I know all about Adam. Don't worry. About <laughs> no way. We've spoken before. Yeah, if there, no if there's a strong wind that day, just be aware. <laughs> no, we've spoken no. before. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get involved because obviously <laughs> I, I want to play Saturday. So, uh... <laughs> uh, the last game for the predictions is Draper against Bexley Village Vets. Again, another team that looked like they're smashing it at the top of their league, I think, when I checked. Um, I've gone 3-0 to Draper. 3-0 Draper. You happy with that, Adam? Yeah, I'm happy with that one, yeah. Okay, boys, it's been a long time getting you on to um, the show. I know a lot of you listen because there's interaction. Uh, So thanks again for that and hope you enjoyed um, the show. I hope it was a big thing that that we covered Westboro and maybe it was something that you were pleased to be able to be involved in. Um, As I say, there's lots of players um, involved with Sporting Club uh, Thames Mid ninety that I've either refereed or or, or or know from 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 the footballing world, and I've just found out that Adam plays for Sporting Club Thames Mid ninety as well with this interview. Um, so <laughs> it's nice to see Adam again. Um, yeah, I wish you boys all the best. Obviously, you're in a really competitive division. Uh, the constitution really couldn't have been done better by West for this season. Uh, I'm sure you're going to get promotion as a bare minimum this year, but. Um, I wouldn't like to pick who I think is going to win the league. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you can ref us soon. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see any appointments for me for you boys yet this season. Maybe they're saving me for the Royals game. Oh, big that... refs, big games, big refs, <laughs> big games. Um, boys, I wish you all the best for the season. Uh, good luck on Sunday against uh, Blackfern. A good, a good game. Two good teams. And boys, yeah. I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, mate. Cheers, all the best. All the best. Thanks. See you later. So that's it, the end of another show. Thank you to our guests tonight and thank you to Jamie, Roger and Gibbs for their input. Uh, as always, thank you to our sponsors, Down to Play App, Sports King, Borden Sports and Skipper. All of our graphics are sponsored by Claire Barnett Photography and Design. A fantastic job done by Claire. Our charity partners are TW Drainage, Request, Warren's Roofing, Dave Cumberbatch Photography, NJP Graphic Design, and Ear from Belvedere, our 12th man partnership. See you on the next show. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.